Very good morning, good afternoon, good evening, uh, wherever you may be. This is another episode of Coast of Kings Radio. My name is Sean. I'm Alex. And this is Finn. And today we have our visitors, or guests really, um, Coaster Bot and the guests. famous <laughs> British YouTube channel, Coaster Bot. Famous. famous? Famous? Yeah, you are famous. I, I, you are famous. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, I'm just some random guy on the internet who makes videos about roller coasters, you know? Oh, aren't we all? That's how you get famous. <laughs> I, I guess that is how you get famous in our community. Yeah. Just uh, pump out content until someone starts watching it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, like, yeah. for us, it's like writing all those articles that, like, you don't yeah. see any hits on, but hope that five years down the road, Google still has it listed somewhere and you still get hits on it. <laughs> Just assault the masses with information until they submit and listen. It's like you yeah. saw our Vlogscoast update from two days ago. Great, here's another one. Like, <laughs> just eat it. <laughs> you like our Disney World article? Here's something about China. <laughs> and here's our shop. Um, <laughs> Always got to plug the shop. Um, I was going to plug the yes. shop. Also, awesome. Coasterbot has a shop, by the way. I saw you some other stuff in there. Their yeah. pins are awesome. Yeah. Oh, we're going to go shopping. Thank you. At the Coasterbot <laughs> shop. Okay. Yeah, we, uh, we worked quite hard recently trying to... Yeah, we brought products. out some new collections. So, yeah, it's all on there. <laughs> I see you guys have been doing that quite a lot, though, as well. Yeah, we, uh, we're, it's definitely a learning curve for us. Um, Sean has picked up graphic design. I'm so proud of Sort him. of. And so, also, <laughs> I learned that, like, import fees are a very real thing. So, we also had to yes. launch a European shop because I thought I wasn't, I wasn't really worried about it. And then, unfortunately, one of our um, shoppers got hit with one. With a... Uh, yeah, with, with an import fee, which import. is mm-hmm. way way heavier than I expected. So now we have a European and a, U- a, and a U.S. shop. So yeah. I guess I guess it's a learning curve, really. Released, there's like three designs that we haven't released yet. We've been feverishly prolific in our designing. We're also, it's also been like a learning thing. I, I think we released yeah. some things you may have not yeah. should have released. Yeah, we released some stuff. You and know. we're like, all right, we're going to retire this one in like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's you like, mean. So, so this was a stepping stone to our... So yeah, maybe we, we rushed into it, but it is what it is. Yeah. But Until you kind of start putting it out there, you don't know what's going to stick. You know? Exactly, yeah. There yeah. were things that we didn't think were going to sell, and that then sold. they're actually sold. So, mm-hmm. uh, But how about you guys? Tell us a little bit about you, Kosabot. Um So as you said... We're a British theme park channel. Um, I find it difficult to explain what what we do. I guess we make videos about roller coasters, trying to explain about how they work, about kind of um, the history. The, yeah, the history themes and storylines behind certain attractions. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of almost a bit scientific. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of the angle that I've always taken with it. Um, so if you're into kind of explanatory factual videos and you want to learn a few things, like why do roller coasters get faster um, as the day goes on, then Coasterbot is the place to be. You know, that's, that's what we do in a nutshell, really. But I think a lot of people know you from YouTube, of course, but also yes. on your website there are articles, and something that is launched now is Vote Coasters. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, three years ago, I think, yeah, three years ago, we one day we were like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to, to do a random poll? So we created a poll to try and find the UK's best stall coaster because we wanted to start small and then kind of expand up. Um, so we did that and found out that Nemesis was the UK's best stall coaster 
I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> our viewers said that. So we got to. Yeah. Oh yeah, well we uh, can't. We're gonna stop you right there. Thank you. Uh, um, so I would either say <laughs> I I haven't nailed down my rankings right now. I'm gonna do that soon because I have to obviously for my own poll. But mm-hmm. it's either the Smiler or Icon. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I did not expect you to say Icon. Yeah, what what would you say? The Smiler. Fair, yeah. Not a big invert fan. Okay. Just yeah. put that out there. I don't know why we aren't, but just it's not our thing, is it? No. Wait, which no. one's not your thing? Just inverts, you uh, know. Yeah. Inverted okay. coasters yeah. generally. They're an acquired taste. Yeah. I went <laughs> through an era where I frankly didn't like them at all. And I and then I kind of I think I rode Black Mamba at Fantasia mm. and I'm like, these are okay. I think mm. I like these, and then, and then and now they feel nostalgic. But for a while there, mm. I kind of felt like they were silly. Well, I have always personally been kind of like a looper kind of person. Yeah. So inverts kind of mm. do fit that category. People always seem to be like, oh, airtime hybrids, and I, I like airtime, but I think loopers kind of offer like a varied, varied um, layout usually. And so I'm always been a looper fan. So I think I always kind of like inverts. Yeah. yeah personally. Front row. I definitely look for <laughs> on inverts. Uh, a mixture of forces. Yeah, you know, that's mm. my ideal coaster. And one of the reasons I don't really like inverts that much is because they're always just kind of hardcore positives. You know, always just nailing you into your seat, and you just <laughs> yeah, no don't feel anything else. Is, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, Nemesis so, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll yeah. take your shoes um, off if they're Yeah, not the bed, the do that too. We're like, it's it's a, it's a thirty yeah. second ride, the Batman the ride and you get to the to break run, and you're like abusive. beat up, and it's like, wow, the thing is small. Like, what happened? Yeah, especially when it's backward, <laughs> backward, backward. Yeah. That yeah. sounds awful. It, yeah, you're, you're <laughs> See, I enjoyed so it, but like, yeah, it's not rewritable. I took like, Julie it's not. on it at Six Flags over Georgia. It had been raining all day, and they finally opened it, and she hadn't. A friend of mine who likes roller coasters very casually, but was like, oh, you know, Batman's, you know, I've been on this before, like, it's fine. And it's like, well, the train's backward now. She's like, oh, it's, you know, it's probably fine. And I was like, yeah, it's probably fine. And we <laughs> rode it, and we got back in the station. I, I like, fell over. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> we sat on a yeah. bench for, like, half an hour. And, like, we were just it's like, one wow, way to keep was, your queue times down. That was like, no more than that. I bargained for. Yeah. Um, but I did it. I said, I cried, but did the thing anyway. My little blue <laughs> ribbon. <laughs> Anyway, we did a poll. <laughs> Going back to that. Uh, yeah. um, Nemesis, don't agree with that. There you go. Um, so then everyone liked it. So then the next year we thought, oh, we'll, we'll make it a bit bigger this time. So we'll find uh, Europe's best coaster. And Europe's best coaster was Wildfire, I think. Uh, um, also wouldn't agree sense. with that. But sure. Um and then the year after that, so this is, this is the fourth time, actually. So the year after that, mm-hmm. we expanded again to uh, the world's top 100 roller coasters. And as you can imagine, <laughs> the world's best roller coaster was allegedly Steel Vengeance. Um, which, you know, yeah. It's a very kind of generic opinion, I guess. Oh, yeah. It's um, fine. Yeah. It's fine. So... This year, uh, obviously, when you're finding the world's best roller coasters, you can't really expand much more. Mm-hmm. So this year, we wanted to make it as easy as possible for people to take part. So we created a, a website where you can easily 
search for the roller coasters you've ridden, drag them into a, a list, and you, then you can change the list, you know, like drag, drag them up drag. or down to, mm-hmm. to order them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's been a huge success. I think it's already... We've had already kind of like four times the amount of people than last mm. year do it. Oh, congratulations, uh, guys. That's great. That's awesome. But we yeah. have to do that. Yeah. Please do I already it. did yeah. it. And I was... I I was the one that sent you to change my my username because I accidentally used a password instead. Uh, <laughs> I see. Yes, I was that guy. Uh, but um, yeah, you're the no, reason the help fun. desk exists. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but um, I found I find it really fun to do because I was like all the time switching up coasters. Like, yeah. okay, no, that 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 should not be better than this one, and then and then, yeah. Boom. But it was play a it lot was of fun. Of that yeah, we, we've done the Golden Ticket Awards the last couple of years, yeah. mm. um, which I like, but I can't help but think that um, the, I guess the, God, what do you call that? The the people participating in it are kind the of panelists. all from the same region, the panelists. The, so I like the idea of it being a little more open source. The Golden um, Ticket like Awards, you guys. Me, like I've been voting in the Golden Ticket Awards for ten years now, and it um, involves campaigning. It helps. Uh, to know lots of people who are on the panel and then get your megaphone out and say, like, this is what you should be putting. Because this is this so is America. Important. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> please rank this park. Like, please pick anything other than Cedar Point, Cedar Point for best park. And, like, <laughs> we want to highlight this park because, like, not a lot of people have been here, but it's, like, the best. And, and so that's how some of those things happen, like when Europa Park finally took the best park mm. in 2014 that was kind of like a bunch of us on the ace tour that went we were like okay we've been here for two days the park is amazing like, see for me i wonder with like polls you mentioned a wildfire came out as europe's best and then in my head mm-hmm. i'm like how many of the voters actually wrote that okay isn't it like kind of removed it's a little obscure yeah and that's the point right the poll isn't just a popularity contest like uh, the golden ticket awards is yeah it's yeah basis much more on people's rankings so it doesn't matter how many people have ridden it. If everyone who's ridden it is at, it's at the top of the list, then it's going to do very it well. There you go. Mm-hmm. See, like I the like that. Yeah. Back in the day, or like Ello. It is. It's the same Ello, system as the like Mitchell Walker Pole. It's like a yeah. super weighted thing. Yeah. But it's awesome. Yeah, we'll have to vote. So, and anyone listening, you yeah. should totally participate because yeah. the more people involved, the more accurate the result. Yes. And, you know, exactly. so I want mm-hmm. some interesting stuff to, I know. to, so do to I. wash yeah. out. I want top. Tron to be number one. I want some, some China <laughs> stuff. And I want, yeah. Oh, yeah. If high expectations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zoe, well, did you already fill it in? I haven't yet. Um, Harry used my account as an example, so I'm yet uh, to change so it, but <laughs> so I will be doing already, it. Okay. How many coasters yeah, have Harry you Yeah, Harry voted for me. <laughs> um, I don't know, probably... 80 or so? Yeah. That's great. Not, it's not, a great not many. And they're all, um, they've all been, since you kind of got roped into the hobby, did you write, had you written any... So I used to be petrified of roller coasters, and then when I was 15, I met Harry, and he started dragging me to theme parks, (laughs) and I was like, listen, I'm not going to go on any of these rides, so why are we going? Um, But anyway, yeah, he literally forced me on. I think we went on Colossus first at Thought Park. You started her on Colossus? No, 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 we went on Nemesis. I wouldn't do that. This is it. That's like Colossus. the idea is for her to like roller coasters, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's why because that's like the only big one I'd been on, and I was like, these are insane. Like, why do you even go on them? So then we Love went it. on Nemesis, which was like smooth for once. So I was like, okay, maybe they'll be all right. But then I think 
I think we went on stealth that day as well. We and I was like, after. Mm. No, yeah. So I gradually like built up, and now I'm pretty dead to them. So yeah, so now <laughs> here you we know, are. And you're very matter of fact. You're like, okay, I've and got now it. she's recorded podcasts. Now she's like, like, I've got yeah. it. <laughs> you ride a roller coaster, Literally. and you've got your mental yeah. clipboard, and you're like making notes and things in your head as you're just whizzing by at seventy miles an hour. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I like this. It's like how it's so trekking so well today. It's like, like yeah, it's really a trekking <laughs> well today. I'm on train three today because it's yeah, like yeah, tracking yeah. a little rough on the right side, and I think there's a pothole on this part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember exactly. liking this course crew better last night. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> yeah. It really is. That's where you go from like being an enthusiast, being way too critical, then, to the point that people just like don't like you anymore. And you picture on the coaster, and you have this very like puzzled face where you're like, <laughs> you look like you're doing a math problem in your head, and you're actually like thinking about all of the other coasters you've ridden that led up to this point, and the way that they yeah, remind yeah. you of other things, and yeah. Or in the case of Cedar Point, you're like, this is not that good. Yeah. <laughs> but it's <laughs> our arm right photo of Val Raven, where we're all just like, what yeah. is this? Yeah. What is this? Why? Did, why? Why? What I can this? see why? that, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sven, do you have any, like, fun, random questions you come up with? Because you're the quiz master, generally speaking. Quiz the master. quiz master. Yes. Our game show host um, forever. Yes. So, the idea was that... Um, to start off and to get to know each other a little bit, I have some terms and you guys need to reply to them. So it's not going to be like favorite coaster or anything. It's going to be a bit more special. But let's start with a... Say that again? No, it's... Let, let's start with an easy one. What is your guy? What your guy's um, favorite theme park snack? Oh, theme park. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Well, let's start with Coasterbot, and then okay. we'll we'll go yeah. second. Yeah. Yes. Snack or like food generally? What snack. that you take into a park? No, no, no. As in, like, there's food at a park, I like meals. and there's a, there's a snack, mm-hmm. okay. right? Um, yeah. Something that's not like a whole meal. Something, something that you can no, technically eat on the go. Fun. Yeah. Can also be like a, a dessert or yeah. Thing like, is, the UK's rubbish. We don't. She's <laughs> like fish and chips. For snacks, though. Like, you guys said it because I didn't want to say it, but <laughs> yeah, the food situation is like pretty dire. See, I'm not gonna lie. I, remember, I distinctly recall my peas on toast experience, just because you had to. <laughs> I know you're giving me this look like people don't really eat that here. It's like when people go to Holland well, we, and wear wooden shoes, and we're, we're like, no, we don't do that. So though. we did, and we were like, well, okay, we did peas on toast. That was the most thrilling attraction of our UK oh my tour. God. Awful. And I had um, fish and chips every day. Classic. Yeah, Can't go wrong. Every day. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. We don't really go for snacks that often. Uh, so my answer is going to be very boring. Here we go. Uh, do you know what a 99 is? <laughs> the love's always laughing. A 90. I don't know. Is it. that an ice cream thing? Yeah, yeah. It is yeah. an ice cream. So, okay. You know, whatever the... Like, it's like Dole Whip, right? But actual ice cream and, like, milk. Okay. Vanilla ice cream okay. in a cone with a a piece of chocolate sticking in with some, like, sauce on top. Very boring, but So just soft serve, British. really. That's, I mean, that's a perfectly acceptable Okay, answer. I like soft serve. Vanilla soft serve. Yeah, no, you... Soft serve, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Where can yeah. you eat it? It's mean? like in a cone, so yeah. you say so you yeah, no, where in which park? Oh, like everyone. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, so, yeah, it's just a thing. Yeah, I, I miss them then. 
Yeah. In the UK, we have these things called ice cream vans where they drive by people's houses, play oh, a tune. Oh, yeah. You know, I you see so in, like, creepy. American stuff. I always, like, imagine yeah, kids getting abducted those, yeah. by an ice cream guy. But that's my, probably more <laughs> yeah, of an American yeah, yeah. thing. They, yeah, that's, a very Ameri- that's an American They pastime. sell 99, or 99 with flake. That's okay. the idea. With, with, you want okay, a flake, with, okay, which is this chocolate. Flake okay. is awesome. Yeah, oh, for man. sure. Yeah. So, what's yours? I was going to say... Um, like a slushy, but I don't know if that oh, counts. Yeah. Because yeah. remember at Gardaland when they had like yeah. all the flavors oh, of the world. Good. You get like the yeah. big yards and like, yeah, like yeah, the yeah, different yeah. layers of flavors. On top. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. American have, regional parks have an obsession with that too. I have my slushy yards from uh, Hyde Park that has like the Kraken logo mm. on the lid and you stick the straw through it just like the coaster track. <laughs> I still have that. Oh. I have a holiday park one too that's transparent and you can see all of your layers of flavors. Absolutely. Sam, what's your favorite? Good answer. <laughs> well, you guys introduced me to it. It was the boysenberry ice cream at Knott's ah! Berry Farm. Okay. <laughs> I really like that one. Boysenberry like, oh, 99. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like soft serve ice cream, but then boysenberry, which is yeah. a local boysenberry. Berry. It's a hybrid berry made out of a loganberry, a wild strawberry, and a blackberry. And it okay. is Knott's Berry Farms. That's how it pretty much. That's pretty much how Knott's Berry Farms yeah. started. Yeah. I found it better than the Dole Whip. Hmm. Oh, I would agree. I don't. We don't really do Dole Whip we, much. I, I like the lime Dole Whip. But you like the sweet stuff, though. So you'll go for like the craziest really Dole Whips. Really stuff. I like mango mm-hmm. Dole Whip, and then, then and the, but it's it, it, it. Is that your favorite snack? You say no. What's your favorite snack? <laughs> no. Uh, also at Knott's Berry Farm, the the garlic fries at La Papa Loca. Oh yeah. yeah. That is my death row mm-hmm. meal. Like, it's not even <laughs> just my favorite theme park snack. Like, that's probably the, the, my favorite thing I've ever eaten. Like, She's so dramatic. Okay. I, I am a very <laughs> dramatic person. You married me. You know this. <laughs> if you held my head underwater. <laughs> that was a theme of the last podcast where it's like, well, if you forced me down and made me count this ride as a credit, then, like, maybe. And he's like, why are you so dramatic? Why I feel like it it's like hard. To actually pick a favorite snack for me. I actually didn't mm. overthink it. So I guess I'm going to go with Satuli Canteen at Animal Kingdom. They have this dessert. I don't even know what it's called. It's I guess I always get it. But it's like a little cheesecake. It's blueberry, like it's lemon. Blueberry and cheese. It's rich and it has white chocolate. And it looks like but this looks alien like this little a- bubble. Alien. Yeah. And like mm. it's really rich and really Very good. flamboyant. And okay. Colorful. Yeah. That's cool. So I guess, uh, you know, it's something different, I guess. Just, That's yeah, my favorite thing. It's fun, snack. and it's decadent. It's delicious. It's definitely it not anything in Asia. Cool. Let's just say that. It's all like little, like, <laughs> like, like little like meat, meat, sticks of meat for the snacks. I'm like, no, it's I not. do like the French fries <laughs> in Japan that are like a mile long. <laughs> like a mile long, yeah. Mm. And it's circumnavigate yeah, the park. They make them by like making potato meal and then extruding them into long Those were good. threads. And then it's like really, like, it's like mashed potatoes on the inside, but like fried. Good. It sounds very American. <laughs> they're, not, they're not though. They're just. I, okay. I wish I could get fries like that here. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Next is, what do you find the most annoying guest? <laughs> I can go first. I got my answer ready. Do you? Go first. Okay. It. Don't get offended, anyone. But like children. <laughs> 
Like, you know, like when you're at Disney and like there's these kids just screaming the whole world together. And it's like mm. your parents paid like $10,000 to be here. I, I'm paid a lot of money to be here. Like, can we not? Like, can we just like really chill and like have a fun time? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like especially Magic Kingdom is full of that. You see kids crying and they're like, why are you crying? I should be crying. I know. It's like you have popcorn. I, have I don't. Kids. So like. You don't have problems. <laughs> I do. And I get that like being a child in like the heat of Florida is like super exhausting. And you don't want to see Dumbo, but your mom does. And I get that. But at the same time, it's like, <laughs> it's kind of annoying to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm not trying to be like. Just childless millennials. If you have kids, it's awesome. Good for you. But like, I'm not. There you go. Forever. There you go. <laughs> I knew it was a dangerous question, but I <laughs> went for it anyway. I know, it's like, it's easy to offend people with that one. Thanks, man. I guess, for me, it would, wouldn't be not so much people at parks, but, like, en- enthusiasts that, like, have, like, a superiority-ishness mm. about rides that they've ridden or things that they've done. Or, I'm like, I always tell people, I'm like, you're, what you've done and where you can go and, like, if you tell people that you're like, you're more of an enthusiast because of what you're done, what you've done, I'm like that's classist. Like everybody loves these things that we ride very, very much, and I love. Yeah, it's like we said in the credit episode. Yeah. It's like you know, I was maybe even more of an enthusiast before I yeah. started traveling because I was always on roller coaster database and I was always I was looking five. at all the information. <laughs> and I feel like mm. I don't even do that as much anymore. So uh, like the amount of stuff you've written does not classify you. Chatter at parks about like well. You know, are you really an enthusiast if you haven't been to blah, blah, blah park? I'm like, yes. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Yeah, that, that's a good one. So, actually. yeah, for me, it's mm. the it's the gatekeeping and the uh, the trying to brag. And, and it's like you're going having money and going to theme parks is not necessarily an accomplishment. So mm. I guess for me, that would be my answer. <laughs> that's a very good one. Thank you. For sure. <laughs> Can you top that, Zoe? Yeah. I don't know if this is going to offend anyone, <laughs> but um, I mean, I don't mind smokers, but it's when mm. they smoke in the queue, oh, like immediately yeah. next to you. So you're literally just standing mm-hmm. in smoke and you can't move. That's not fun. But, yeah, you're right. Yeah. For oh, sure. that's a good one. Sure. Especially when you're not allowed to smoke. Yeah. In yeah. like Wallaby, when they were still doing that, Wallaby Holland, you'd be like queuing for Express and you'd be just standing there like in the smoke. Remember the queue for Dinaconda? And oh, yeah, like, in China, we too. We photographed people smoking in front of the no smoking sign with staff members <laughs> standing in the back. And they were all smoking. Not doing anything. It's like a renaissance painting. <laughs> oh, my God. The Chinese <laughs> theme parks are in a nutshell, this picture. Uh, crazy. Yeah, be China. Uh, that is yeah. a really good one. Yeah. I don't think you offended anyone. I think no, everyone could agree you, with that. I think you spoke to the masses with that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a universally held belief. I'd take all three of your options over the one I'm about to say, but for the sake of being different, um, <laughs> I was gonna say, and this is gonna this is gonna hurt people. Oh, no. oh. oh boy! Right, everyone who goes to Thought Park, not in that sense, but Thought Park's okay. like audience is <laughs> young teenagers who. You might call them, I don't know, chavs. I was literally going to say that. I'm like, are these these chavs that I hear about on the internet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. they're just, you know, they're just teenagers who are always prattling around, being really annoying, just kind of getting in each other's faces yeah. and just... It's like the first time they've been let out to go somewhere without their parents <laughs> and they're all so excited. Like a dog yeah, in the yard for the first time. <laughs> but it, it just kind of ruins the vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like a nice place to go when there's all these 
Gangs. Yeah, <laughs> gangs of, yeah, like teenagers yeah, just hanging key club around. And, key Club Day at Six Flags. Reminds like me of Magic Mountain back in the, in the, mm-hmm. the 2000s era. Maybe yeah, a little scarier. Because, like, these, these, these Six Flags Sparks, like, these, involved, do these events yeah. that, like, cater to high schoolers. And then it's, like, you know, Key Club, like, Spirit Day. And then there's all these, like, clicks from high schoolers, like, just, like, chanting at each other. And it's the most annoying <laughs> thing. It's, like... Mm. I mean, that was annoying as children, but it's annoying. <laughs> children still, still take the care. I guess they are children. Boom. They Same are, category. There you, go. <laughs> there you go. You know what? I still have a different one. Do you? I hate, and I will shout at this people. Wow, okay. Um, people in dark rides that take flash photography. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> we, like, lost our minds I, on these people at Gringotts the other day. Yeah, we were really about camera. to get, like, punched in the face by them. We got a free ride. We got a free ride out, out of it. it. We're being, we were being staff. pretty extra. But we like, them under the bus at the staff, and they were like, oh, you guys ride again, which was great, because we needed physical distance between those people. Yeah, because they were, yeah, like, they about were to, throw to throw hands. hands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. They were like, look, I don't want any trouble. I'm just a lowly pass holder. Like, I just want my Harry Potter. I just ride this every day, and I really want to ride it. I just need this therapy very badly. Like, Oh, that's Everything really is one. terrible, so I need mm. this. Yeah, I've had it before on Dream Flight at Efteling. And that's such a beautiful ride, and it just ruins everything. Mm. And then also on Pirates of the Caribbean, I've had it. And then, then it's easier to shout as well, because you're in the back or the front of the boat, and you just... <laughs> I don't care. I'm going to drown your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't you overboard. <laughs> no, we had that. Uh, actually, our first ride, I think, on the Pirates in Shanghai, we had that. And that's, like, all projections. And that was mm-hmm. really annoying. And they didn't speak English, and we didn't speak Mandarin. So we really had to be, like, yeah, to be kind of, of our, like, I just screaming, I guess. Like, ah! I don't even know what I said, but I was not having a good time. <laughs> Whatever you said, they didn't understand. That's no, all right. It's, it's okay. Like part of the experience. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yep. Next one is a dilemma. A dilemma. So you need okay. to, yeah, you need to scratch one of the three, and it is roller coaster, dark ride, water ride. So you can only pick two out of the three. Exactly. Oh, okay. Uh, water ride. So you're, you're cutting water ride. Yeah. I yeah, I'll cut water ride too. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Easily. Me as well. There you go. <laughs> Everyone agrees. <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> yeah, I also agree because yeah. I don't know what you expected. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is why Disneyland Paris doesn't have water rides. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, well, I'm really annoyed that Disneyland Paris doesn't have water rides. Yeah, I'm. Same I'm here. always severely disappointed by Pirates of the Caribbean because <laughs> you don't get at all wet. And it makes me upset. Sometimes you do. Yeah. If you're in you're the front and then there's like one turn. It's not, it's not I got wet on top yeah, of the lift. Yeah, it's not soaked, but... I got on top of the lift. I was sitting in like the yeah. far left seat on the front row. We're full boat. It was this February and it was cold out. It was like snowing and I got wet. And I was like, wow. This but is Sean, serious. These people are used to Valhalla, so... True. Oh, yeah. If you want to get wet, then literally <laughs> there's elements of Valhalla where there's fountains that are meant to go over the boat. But because they're so old and crap, they <laughs> land right in the middle of the boat. So you just have you just have a puddle of water in your lap. Like we have a poncho on because you have to be kind of crazy not to ride it with a, without a poncho. No, you have to have a change of clothes. Literally for afterwards. Yeah, and you just end up having like a, a bucket full of water. See, like just that's too much for me. Even in oh, Orlando, yeah. when it's like super hot out. At, like, there's the, like, Popeye's... Popeye's Dildrat barges. In Iowa, you get so wet. Like, I don't like that. Like, that, there, there's, like, a limit for me where it's, like, if mm. I'm going to have to walk around soaked for hours, the then I'm, like, though. over it. Like, when I wrote it, 
2015. I remember it was so neat to look at. And like, yeah, we were soaked. We were, and we were Americans. We didn't wear ponchos. We were just like, we're going to just <laughs> oh, deal with it. And um, we were, we were just wet for the rest of it, but it, it didn't matter. That thing was so cool. And the, mm. there was this, I distinctly recall this part with fire. Like there was like a ring yes. of fire that the boat went yep. through and, a lot of us were pretty tall, and I, I just remember, I could feel the heat so closely on, like, the top of my head, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like you can do that in America. <laughs> it was terrifying. I feel like some kid would stick out the hand, it and then the park would have to close the ride. But it was cool. That is really cool. And then we voted yeah. Valhalla Best Water Ride after that on the GTA. We go. campaigned for it. We are like, we're all going to vote for Valhalla, right? There was a running <laughs> gag where we would vote Valhalla in every category. So, like, best food, Valhalla. <laughs> best part, Valhalla. Because we were just so stunned. We were so blown away by that ride. We could not believe how cool it was. So mm. It's kind of you weird that it's seen... a Blackpool, in a way. You know? Yeah. You should have seen how I was prepared for it. So, I had my jacket. I had my poncho. I put, out, put off my shoes and I put on slippers. Because it was <laughs> half October, 10 degrees out. It was stormy at Blackpool, but uh, yeah, I wrote it twice. That's cool. There you go. Prepared. <laughs> uh, fully prepared. Um, okay, next one is what is your favorite Ferris wheel or observation ride? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I need a second Ferris one, though, because I feel like there's so many great ones. I don't think I've done that many. I was going to say the Leesburg one. Oh, it's a drop tower. The Ferris wheel. Oh, the Ferris wheel. I yeah. think the drop tower. The, the oh, Ferris yeah. wheel we went on like four times. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> the one, yeah. Okay, let me see. It had it had air conditioning, I think, in every it did. cabin. That's why we went yeah. on it. It's great. <laughs> Lovely. It's so clever. Um, what is yours? Uh, Vienna Weissenbad at uh, okay. Leesburg. Or not Leesburg. At uh, Vienna Potter. <laughs> yeah, you guys just said that. Yeah, the one in Vienna that survived two world wars and looks like train cabooses mm. on a giant bicycle wheel I, that thing is <laughs> incredible I think mine was um, in Japan because Japan is obsessed Ferris with wheels Ferris wheels days. they're like the biggest in the world they're everywhere like I don't yeah. know why but um, there was one at Yokohama Cosmo World that has like yeah. the dive coaster one and like the, the oh, Ferris yeah. wheel itself is wider than the park so like it hovers yeah. over like public <sighs> streets Yeah. but you can see Mount Fuji and downtown Tokyo it was a clear day we yeah. rode it oh, wow. and it was yeah. air conditioned and so I like that one a lot because a lot of the yeah. ones we rode, it was always raining, so we really couldn't see anything. It was just like we're just in this little cabin way yeah. up there. Sometimes you ride Ferris wheels in Japan to get out of the rain. Yeah, but that <laughs> one we could really see. We saw Mount Fuji from Tokyo, so really I, I thought that was really cool. That's a great yeah. answer. Yeah. One of the coolest times I've been on an observation platform of some description was we went to Gardaland and we went on uh, the Intamin, whatever you call it, the arm thing. The Flying the, Island. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was at night time, and you could see across the lake, and there was lightning happening all across the lake. Oh, it was wow, pitch black, awesome. you know, really dark clouds, and you just saw all yeah. this lightning. It was cool. And, also yeah, scary. Scary, but very cool. <laughs> so that's always kind of stuck with me. Uh, yeah. yeah. It kind of reminds me of I love these rides. The uh, Orlando Starflyer. Oh, yeah. Because, like, you know, there's always a lot of lightning in Florida, like in the summer because mm-hmm. of the humidity. Um, and they'll run the Orlando Starflyer, which is uh, 450 feet tall. You know, it's like a, like a swing ride. And they'll yeah, run yeah. it. Pretty much still there's like lightning within one mile. And then they'll close yeah. it down. But there's always lightning happening all night long. And so you can see many miles away. So you usually are just like engulfed by like these lightning storms. It's not as dark because there's a lot of light and no light mm-hmm. pollution. But it's still kind of cool. I get what you're saying. 
are kind of scary too because you're like how close is oh, this yeah. like yeah you don't know the distance you know what i'm saying yeah no no yeah I was always I, I was always a fan of these rides, and I used to work at uh, Plopsaland, and I operated the old Mac uh, observation tower. Mm. Um, that was so cool because then if it was open late at night, it's uh, the park is close to the beach, and then you could see the sunset on oh, the beach. Oh, that's awesome! But another one that I really like is Pagode at Efteling. Yes. Oh yes. And there uh, on New Year's Eve. That is the that is the right you have to do because Dutch people you can say that Sean oh yeah um, are you crazy about fireworks. fireworks. Yeah, it's one of the things yeah. where like even when I go to fireworks shows at a U.S. theme park, someone's like, "Oh my god, Disney show!" and I'm like, "It's like not all that." Like Epcot's <laughs> world famous eliminations, like I never liked it because it felt so boring. Because Dutch <sighs> people are just crazy; they'll they'll save up all year and spend like twelve thousand euros on buying fireworks to all blow it in two hours. It's, it's a thing, Man. like, especially when you live in, like, the smaller towns, people don't really have much of a life. Like, they will... <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to, like, uh, make an abridged ma- yeah. version. I lived in the farmland, and they will literally look up to it all year and, like, buy crazy fireworks, like, from China and, you know... and uh, They even, even do did so it illegally. by day. Oh, yeah. Like, no, there's this whole what's thing. What's the point? It's just all about the sound, okay? Like, I was... Yeah, I, I spent hours during oh. the day lighting fireworks. Shoot me. But yeah, so (laughs) when you're doing it, you see them all around the park. And first, Mm. it's in a forest area. So you first have a lot of green, well, black at night. And then um, you see just everywhere you look, you saw them and it was amazing. I loved it. That's really cool. Yeah, that's a good one. I love flying. I want to do something like that on New Year's Eve. The Mm. one that I've ridden the most is at uh, Shanghai Happy Valley. The flying island. It's a really ugly one, too. Fabulous view. It looks like it shouldn't be running. All the pollution. (laughs) You can see. You see, like, 66% abandoned buildings. Yeah, yeah, all of the the ghost cities and stuff. Yeah, that one's a trip. Speaking (laughs) of most ridden, my final uh, question was, not most ridden, but what is a park that you have visited the most? Oh, God. That's hard. Oz is going to be on towers, then. Or the most hours clocked in the park? That's a good question. How many times have you been? Yeah, the yeah, okay. Is, yeah, so is it the most like. have you blown at this place? Because, like, I, I would me, say most times you've entered. Okay. Most times that you've entered. That's fair. Uh, also, for me, it's hard because I've worked at two parks. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so, so as a visitor, I take it. Okay. I kind of should, yeah, as a visitor. Okay. okay. So for me, I think it's still Magic Mountain because living like down the street in Valencia for like a couple of years of my late teens and stuff. And then before I moved to Florida, we were there so often and it was open year round. So I would say that's probably Magic Mountain. I must have gone a couple hundred times at least. So that's for me. Uh, I think mine is probably the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk because I went there uh, at least two or three times a week, every week for four years. Yeah. <laughs> and it was... That's California, California, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's over where like I was born, and I but we have a bit of an advantage that like we lived in regions where the parks are the open parks year round, three six five. You know, go whether the rides were running. Or like not. right now too. I mean, we've been going to Universal so much and Disney and stuff yeah. because of all the downtime. Yeah. So I guess you know we have that advantage of being able to always go. And I, I remember like being in Europe and not being able to go to parks all year round, and it being like the whole season thing, like oh the season starts, so you go to the opening of a park for the yeah. year. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that in yeah, forever. Yeah. Let's say that. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that, yeah. How about you guys? Yours has got to be on towers. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's got to be. I, uh, when I was a kid, I used to live uh, right next to Drayton Manor. I don't know if you've heard of Drayton Manor. I love Drayton Manor. That drop tower looks so cool to me. I don't care what anyone says. I love that park. It's, it's a really nice park. It just needs a bit of love. and it maybe some, some new things. Some DLC. It's one of those, yeah. like, high potential yeah. parks. I love that park. Mm. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, I used to live uh, right next to it. So we'd always go, like, every weekend uh, as a kid, you know, as kids have season passes. So... I don't know. At the moment, we visit Alton Towers a hell of a lot more than any park otherwise. Mm-hmm. So it's probably getting close to the point where my visits yeah. to Alton Towers is just about to overtake mm-hmm. my visits to, mm-hmm. to Drayton Manor. But, yeah. And then for Sven? For me, it has to be Disneyland Paris. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I'm on that um, recent Disneyland. Yeah, I was so. a pass holder for years. Um and uh, I used to go like seven or eight times a year because it's, it's only a two hour and a half drive for me. So that's not too bad. Um, but I haven't renewed it this year because uh, I'm, I'm, I was kind of fed up with not having new rides. So. Mm. Mm. And for that reason, yeah, I irony is got that a pass for other parks. You let your Disneyland Paris pass expire the same year that Sean and I got Disneyland Paris annual passes. <laughs> And now they're good. Yeah, now we can't well, travel. Now we can't yeah. go. But they're good through March. Like, what are they, when are they good till? I think like, July next year. Didn't they explode? Well, they're going to extend they're gonna them again. They're going to extend again, probably until like so September next year. like fall of 2021. We'll get back there. Paris is really easy for us to get to, like from Florida, because like I'm a, I'm a flight attendant. So we just hop on a plane. We find empty seats and we go. And we land. We we land Early yeah, we usually get like because I work in I work in hotels, so we'll just get an airport hotel yeah. and then we'll just take the train <laughs> over and back. And yeah. so it's it's a really economic, it's, um, quick trip it's for us. Easier for us to go to Paris than Los Angeles, so yeah, we like Paris a little better sometimes. So I think we'll go. I, I mean, like LA. I, I like LA. LA a lot too, but it's I, it's Paris, you know. But on the topic <laughs> of Disneyland Paris, actually, we watched your video last night, Coast about about the ten most visited parks in Europe. And I was kind of in awe that, like, their attendance dropped by, like, a quarter yeah, over the course of land. 10 years from 2009 yeah, yeah. to 2019. I didn't quite well, realize it was that crazy of a drop mm-hmm. in attendance. I guess that is what happens when you literally don't add a new ride for a whole decade. <laughs> I don't know how long it is. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, when was the last actual new attraction that went into the main um, park? Like, that, the Buzz, ride that they Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, that they Buzz Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear was instead of the Visionarium. But a, a, a new ride from Scrap in Disneyland Park itself is Space Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. Just yeah. now. However, yeah. <laughs> However you have, of course, the Walt Disney Studios, and there mm. they yeah. added. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much like yeah, one ride. Yeah. Garbage, isn't it? I mean, to, I guess to be fair, though, like Anaheim garbage. Disneyland is, was kind of guilty of the same. Like, we got. Some oddball stuff, like, in the early 2000s, and then... Nothing to go to Like, we got Winnie the Pooh in, like, 2004 or something. And then it Mm -hmm. was kind of just incidentally, like, there was not much to do or not do at that park as far as new attractions and things. And then, like, like Galaxy's Edge just sort of happened. And people Mm -hmm. were mad because they felt like it didn't really suit... uh, Mm -hmm. Disneyland. They were like, this belongs to California. Yeah, it definitely is a very modern... 
um, idea. But I'm for just Disneyland. like, you guys just aren't used to getting new stuff at this park like, because we haven't gotten a new <laughs> ride in 15 years. Like, I just find it so funny. Disneyland Paris hasn't gotten a new ride like from scratch since '95. You know, their Hill Mary Pass was also like their last pass. Yeah. But then yeah. their, their gate next <laughs> door is still like opening year roster small. It's so it weird. Space Mountain. But again, I do like that resort. Yeah, that's what happens when you add the second gate. It's the new baby, and it gets all of the attention mm-hmm. <laughs> or lack of it. Especially, I guess. When, well, yeah. especially when it's California say, Adventure attention. or Disney <laughs> Studios, where it's like this half. But people sometimes forget that the Walt Disney thing. World second gates took so many years. I mean, Hollywood Studios finally kind of feels complete after like thirty years mm-hmm. of existing. It took so long for Hollywood. It took Studios Hollywood Studios thirty years to finally get something cool. Epcot is still a disaster. It's been a disaster. It's a construction nightmare. Opened. It's still, and it will be a disaster until the end of time. Like it's just, <laughs> I just don't know if there's any fixing it. If there's room for improvement, and there will be more and better rides. Mm. But I feel like a place like Epcot seems to, like, accumulate issues and problems as quickly as they solve others. Mm. So I, I don't know if it will even... Well, yeah, but that's but that's what they're addressing now is, like, parks that kind of try to predict the future, they're immediately, like, problems. Mm, yeah, outdated, yeah, you know? Idea. Like, the future yeah. is no longer something... So they're they're moving away from that. So I think yeah. they're finally on the right track where they have, after 30 years, finally given up on the whole, like, future idea. Yeah. And I think that is the first step into their yeah. success, I think, so... After forty years, they gave. Forty up. years. I mean, the part Epcot is is almost forty years. Yeah, old, yeah. and it's, mm-hmm. it's. We'll see. We will see. We'll hold my applause until things are actually fixed. But <laughs> it won't. It won't feel like Epcot anymore if it's actually functional. You That's know? a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> It'll feel like a different park, truly. Um, yeah. So yeah. Okay. Um. All right, so let's jump into the main topic. <laughs> um, the idea was that we, uh, since we have ridden a lot of different coasters, um, but not everyone has ridden the same ones, um, the idea was to put together two coaster types and to see which side we're on. But the so trick the- is that it's yeah. per team. So you guys... On Coasterbot, you have to together pick a oh, coaster dear. type. <laughs> and then us three, which is even wilder, because Sven and I, uh, Sven and us, just don't, you seem to be on the same page, have to pick our own coaster type. So it's going to be literally Coaster Kings versus Coasterbot. A ship divided cannot sail. Exactly. <laughs> and this is what's going to And this is not a sunken treasure. Kings. So we're going to be. <laughs> You'd have to do a vote. There's three of you, you know, if two sides one way and one side's the other, then there you go. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. yeah, so that, so that's how we're going to play the game. And continue on, Sven. I just want to add that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hope I don't have uh, uh, issues in your couple <laughs> situations. We, 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 we went through the list during lunch. We're like, yep, this is Sven's, this is ours, this is Sven's, this is ours. <laughs> Actually, wow. this is how Sven's gonna feel. We're gonna be overruling these. We'll see. We'll see. Sorry in advance, Sven. Okay. So it's gonna be fun though, because I'm excited to see in real time how Zoe um, and mm. Harry will kind of like battle that one out. Because because we, you know, we don't know them as well, yeah. so I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, is, I'm curious about your differing. Sean and I occasionally our differing tastes manifest, and then people are surprised that we have different opinions. But we kind of yeah, we've kind of grown towards like, like the yeah, same. Like we've been together long enough. We have kind of a, a shared mind, but at the same time, there's things that I like that he doesn't, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think like, we're kind of the same. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. no, like the yeah. same as like, what they just said. Uh, mm, don't know. In a way, I guess we'll find, we'll find out. We'll find out. 
Some similar, some differences. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. see. Mm, yeah. <laughs> We're already arguing. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that, honestly, that's what I love about you guys' podcast, is when you guys are crowing about oh, yes. everything. opinions. I, I don't get... I mean, the main channel of Coastal on YouTube, right? As I said, very factual. I don't really put my opinions on there, because mm-hmm. when I made it, I watched all these other people on YouTube who, you know, were putting their opinions out there and people going, oh, you're wrong, you're just wrong. I really didn't want that. So I never put my opinions out there so that people couldn't comment that I was wrong. Uh, obviously, they still did because, you know, you get, you get facts wrong or whatever. Um, so I still got a few of those comments. But I find the podcast is a place for me to talk about my opinions. So I get mm-hmm. to really ramp them up. And then Zoe has to listen to my rants. It's honestly yeah. kind of cool because yeah. the thing for us that, like, non-opinion ship sealed like a long time ago i feel yeah. like everything you write is like super opinion based it got it got hard when like the more you do this and the more things you see and then we're like well mm. our opinion of this ride at cedar point is the work of all of these things that we've done and all of the things that we've felt over yeah and people are like well you're still wrong because cedar point's mm-hmm. the best <laughs> and we're like well, okay fine yeah fine well let's start then all right so okay what's the first one <laughs> Exciting. The first one uh, that I sent was a B&M wing coaster versus a Mac Big Dipper. What does Coaster <laughs> Butt Team say? So you haven't done a Mac Big Dipper. Okay. But, so let me, <clears throat> let me tell you what it's like. Okay. Imagine Icon. <laughs> yeah. And this is definitely not opinionated at all. Imagine Icon. <laughs> yeah. But you take all of the forcefulness out of it. And now it's just sorry, airtime. What, sorry, what forcefulness? The bit where, you know, where... Yeah, well, exactly. That's true. That There's not a lot of it. But. Most intense okay. roller coaster in Great Britain, eh? So, so that, that's what Big Dipper is, Okay, basically. so we're going B&M, yeah? Uh, Harry's face is like, mmm. I, I haven't thought about it yet. Okay. Um, okay, so you yeah, guys have written think. The Swarm, and mm. you've written... I've been on... Yeah, I've, I've been on uh, all the Merlin ones. So mm-hmm. Swarm, Flug to the Monin, and Raptor. Raptor's always done Raptor and Swarm. Oh, you guys have a pretty pretty That's, balanced uh, yeah. okay. lineup of those. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. So you're I, and okay, and then Harry. What, so what do you think of? Um, so you've ridden Lost Gravity. Yeah, I'm guessing I, because Dynamite is kind of obscure. That's the only yeah. other one so far. I really liked the first half of Lost Gravity. Really liked it. The second mm-hmm. half I thought was crap <laughs> oh, okay. because it was. All right. I felt it was boring like and the pacing. slow. Compared to yeah, compared to it's a special to pacing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, see, and, I was surprised by, but Eskasen was like kind of giving me that warning before we rode for the mm. first time. He was like, "Pacing is different," and once I had that in my mind, I realized that the, I don't think the ride is trying to be the same the whole way through. I think they really no. tried yeah. to do like. Two rides in one sort of aesthetic, where like it really is two different experiences. It's a transformative performance, where it's something mm. different in the second half, which I can appreciate. Some rides yeah. do yeah, better at that. I'd appreciate it, but then the first half is literally ten seconds, and then the it, you know <laughs> it's a bit like I want a bit more of that good yeah. stuff before yeah. we get into the different stuff. You yeah. know, so <laughs> totally like how respectful Harry is about totally. the different stuff. Okay, You're so articulate. <laughs> <laughs> I used to really like Last Gravity, but the last few times it had quite some rattle. Mm. And I don't like rattle. No. Yeah. Don't like that. But obviously it was also during COVID, so they didn't Mm. fill the whole train. Yeah. Um, 
The one thing that bothered me about Lost Gravity is I never got to sit on the wing because I was too tall. tall. You know how like they have oh, a high limit yeah. for the for the wings, <laughs> yeah. And so I could only sit in the middle, which I means it's still a great ride. But obviously the wings were designed to be like the cool edge, and I was too tall yeah, to be cool. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that sucks. Too tall to be cool. Yeah. Memoir. Story of my life. Not kidding. Um, okay, so I guess are you guys going with wing coaster then? Yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> very. I think it's a bit close. Like I, I, I don't know how I feel too, about wing coasters fun. just generally, you know. If it's Raptor, then one hundred percent. Yeah, we we like Raptor yeah. the best, which I think Me in too. itself we is. Haven't I haven't heard that opinion. I think it's quite a rare one. I, I've done really all the Raptor. ones in Europe, uh, yeah. so also Phoenix and uh-huh. Furious Baco, but that's then of course a Furious Baco. But um, I agree with Raptor because it has the near mess elements, it has the theming, it yeah. has yeah. It, it just feels right. I just felt it was a bit more powerful yeah. than the others. Mm-hmm. I don't That's know true. about what about it. It just felt like it had more of a punch. And then you say, mm-hmm. as you said, near misses. Like, you can't build a wing coaster and not put near misses on it. What's the point? You know, yeah. like, Flight to the Modern doesn't really have that many. And then, uh, you know, one in America, Wild Eagle. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't exist. Just gen- <gasps> genuinely, you can't. No. What I mean, you can't build a wing coaster and then not include near Dolly misses. Parton can do whatever the hell she wants. Or <laughs> well, she can't because she's, she's RMC'd an RMC man. So, you know. we're starting off pretty rough here. Um, we get yeah. back what we said about you being. Yeah, Harry, what the hell? Um, so first of all, sounding like an American man, you better watch out. So I'm a, I'm a wing coaster nerd. We love wing coasters. Like mm. we're like wing all day every day. Like I like my I like mech coasters, but there's only been two, like the big dippers. Mm. And I feel like it hasn't quite shown how like varied the lineup can be of elements. Sure. You know, I mean there's still only two rides to look at, even though they're quite different. Yeah. But on wing coasters, we've seen to do them all. Like Phoenix is such a fun approach, and then like mm-hmm. Wild Eagle is a cool approach because it's located on a mountain and it's Wild actually Eagle's really setting. cool. I get that it seems like a very. <laughs> it seems like they took a sit down coaster and they made it a wing coaster. Yeah. Which I feel you shouldn't do. Yeah. Well, and then in their defense, it was also the first wing coaster in the United States. It was the second only mm. to uh, to a Raptor and Dollywood's like their market is. Historically, has never been about aggressive rides. Mm. It's just kind of been incidental. That well, it really feels a family gap in a yeah. park, um, yeah. and I think yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe Wild Eagle is surprisingly is kind of their family experience relative to some of the other major rides they have yeah, there. Yeah. It's very popular with children who are. I would say it's still probably the most popular ride to there. Ride it. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it's all about highlighting the natural beauty of the region, mm-hmm. um, and. I will say that the, the ride has gotten better because I wrote it the year I wrote it like the month it opened and then you know, and then we ride it we wrote it you know last year and I think it's gotten better with age. It sounds like Raptor has gotten better with age too because I hear about Raptor more now than I did when it was new mm-hmm. and people were rushing out to ride it to ride this prototype B and M thing. Mm-hmm. Wild Eagle, there was a lot of care taken in maintaining some of the foliage around the ride, especially towards the end with like the trees and stuff. And I, like as it grows in, it will get better. And our near misses for that ride will will just be natural elements as opposed to um, thematic ones, but I, that, that's fair. On the other end of the spectrum, there you have like X Flight at Six Flags Great America, mm. which is like all of the bells and whistles, all of the you know the keyhole tricks and stuff. And like I liked it, but I don't 
think of it much. When yeah, it's funny because I feel like wind coasters are some of those rides that um, are fre- frequently built as um, a centerpiece or as a, an impressive off-ride experience almost, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, um, mm-hmm. Wuchi Sunak Land has the, the, the tallest one, Falcon, and everyone online is always so hyped oh, about it. God, Falcon. But Falcon. we didn't like it that much because it almost felt like they were so focused on, like, weaving it through the we rock work. It. We good, liked it, but not... a good ride. But it, I don't think it lived up to the hype. It stole the show. And, but, Ooh. you know, I, uh, I feel like they, they were so... Don't get me started on Blue Fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a whole, that's a whole separate one. Look, the Blue Fire clones, I think, have a better rate of acceleration than the one okay. at Europa Park. Because I got into someone about that, too. They were like, oh, what do you mean the... Blue Fire clones have good launches. I'm like the clones, not not the original one. I'm confident that yeah, I haven't the one written that the original, we rode clones, in Gucci so was like a better launch than the one at Europa because I don't remember the one in Europa Park feeling like that. Is that it's the like one that got stuck? Yes. yes. <laughs> People are like, well, it has a better launch because but... the launches suck. I'm like, actually, the well, the main reason is that like better. the park is located on this weird plane. It's crazy amount of wind through the mountains yeah. so like even during our visit it was close for most of the day because of yeah. winds so it's yeah. just okay. uh, i don't know but i know it's and i'm gonna coaster say wind coaster good. yeah for us it's all about parrot coaster I and chime on ocean kingdom that's that one of my might favorite be coasters. my favorite b&m period yeah. it's like, a really good coaster it's really hard for me to choose even like fury 325 or black mamba or nemesis over and i think because the approach ride. was so unusual it only has three inversions but it's really long and so the whole mm-hmm. ride is just mostly it's kind of like integrated with like the midway and like trees tunnels. and fog and beautiful. You could tell the I think it's built, just kind of different approach. It, it, this ride was built around an, a completely new amusement park and the entire area of the park was dedicated to cradling this ride. Really, the whole back of the park was about framing this coaster. So there was no stone left unturned. Every possible way that they could have taken advantage of this ride's placement and the size of it. I mean, everything, the colors, the trains... Are these beautiful scarlet macaws with with LED lights in the feathers and stuff that glow at, at, when the trains go at night? I mean, it's, the ride is just a sensational. It's a feast for the senses, and it, it every it's just beautiful. Like we just like pretty things. Like we like pretty <laughs> theme parks and pretty roller coasters, and and this one is just incredibly satisfying, uh, and not super inversion heavy. Like Sean said, it's three loops, and it, and that's it. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of coasters like Banshee, which we like. Yeah, I may have contradicted myself it's earlier when loops, I said I like loopers, loops, but like loops. it's all about a varied lineup, yeah, I really. I enjoy when B&M mm-hmm. coasters uh, are, for every element on Parrot Coaster that's a highlight because it's an inversion, it has an equally impressive moment that's not an inversion. It's a great drop. Mm-hmm. It's a great moment of forces. It's a tunnel. It's helixes. It's, it's all... There's so many things going on in that ride, and it's just such a beautifully orchestrated ride. And there's other great wing coasters. I mean, like um, Thunderbird at Holiday World is really fun. It's the launched one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Wings of Glory. Yeah, see, see, at see HBO. yeah, you can tell that we're totally wing coaster nerds. Even though it looks we're like basic, we, that's a fun we can go one. on. We can do a whole episode about that. So, anyway, Sven, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Are you on Team Wing Coaster? Well, yeah. Oh great! Okay, cool. Well, that was pretty simple. We're all. I think yeah. It it and I think Harry and Zoe should. uh, I saw that you guys plan to go to Efteling this year, but obviously because of COVID, that didn't happen. Uh, Mm. But if you go, you also need to go to Toverland. We were planning. They deserve a visit for sure. Yeah. Yeah, And Phoenix. Yeah. You'll see that Phoenix is the most forceful one of the Europeans. One. Mm -hmm. I would say even globally. uh, Yeah, that's a particularly forceful ride. 
Because even um, HB World's Wings of Wings Glory of is very compact. It's a long train. Moments. So it, get, it gets pretty intense on that, too. But Phoenix just does that helix. Mm. And honestly, it is a power move. Like, it is yeah. so strong mm-hmm. and so <laughs> intense. And it's like, Winkos yeah. are generally a little more friendly, friendly than Phoenix. It's an example of one yeah. that's like, it's not super inversion-centric. It has inversions, but for every inversion it has, it also has an mm. equally strong non-inversion element. Yeah, and that's a good one. Mm. It, was, it was one of those things where... I was going between that and Falcon, and I think I like Phoenix better than Falcon yeah, and Fuchi. So, like, mm-hmm. high praise for Phoenix, for yeah, sure. Very. Okay. So everyone agrees on Wing. All right. There you go. Mm-hmm. Now the next one yet. is, uh, I think uh, I already know uh, the answer of Alex, but the Schwarzkopf Looping Coaster or a B&M Invert. So, Zoe, I think you wrote both of them. Yeah, she has. I'm um, like, I don't know. So, Schwarzkopf <laughs> so Looping Coaster. We got. Are we classing like Schwarzkopf that were built by other people because Schwarzkopf went bankrupt? Are we talking about that? Olympia Looping? Well. That was built by BHS. Yes. And then Leesburg Banan. And then. And like Jetline? The what, Jetline, yeah. Oh. So for all intents and yes. purposes, it's yes. a Schwarzkopf, yeah. Okay, so there you go. There's three. Okay, but that's tricky because I love Jetline, yeah. but I hate the others. <laughs> <laughs> you don't yeah. like Olympia so, because okay, this is being a, this is a, a Schwarzkopf looping coasters, right? Mm-hmm. So does it have to have a yeah, vertical so loop? Oh, so it's only one. So there's only one. It's only Olympia looping. Then. Okay, we'll forget that then. <laughs> But, like then it's B, but then it's B&M inverse, right? So also hate them. I find <laughs> that they've both got the same problem, which is Samey. all about pushing you into your seat yeah. and nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So pick but one. I would say I'd go with B&M inverse just because they're smoother. Okay. Hmm. Based on and what you I've go done, for the opposite. No, based on what I've done, which is only obviously Olympia looping, I would agree. I really? would prefer... A B&M invert, just because the ones that I've done or we've done are a bit more interesting. Yeah. I don't like Olympia Looping because it's traveling coaster, which is really backwards, but <laughs> I hate the way it looks with all of the like tacky lights and that. Breaking my heart, mm. man. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, 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 yeah. I just, yeah. Okay. I find this interesting, you know. Like it's, a really, it's a really backwards Some opinion. people are so into Schwarzkopf, and then other people are like, yeah, they're fine, but they're... For me, it's always been a legroom issue, because, yeah. like, the legroom is so bad on those like, that, okay. like, I will mm. really get hurt well, on that. My vendor at Six Flags Over Georgia is often regarded as one of the best traditional looping coasters ever built. It is just a stunning terrain focused mm-hmm. a ride that cool. is like, just a cosmic happenstance. You couldn't choose... To hope to build a ride like that anywhere, you just had to get lucky with the terrain and a park and a designer that were all audacious enough to do that. So, like, yeah, and I think a, a great Schwarzkopf looper, Mindbender, is the one that everyone talks about. But Sean is not as big of a fan of it because it, the legroom is a problem. And, then, yeah, it's pretty mm. snug. And then they're filled with positive G. So the problem is that, like, my legs will be incredibly squished in there and by the time I get back to the station my entire body's been pushed in it so far that I can't even get up (laughs) because my Mm. knees are like deep into the foam and my back is like into the seat and like it is honestly uncomfortable that's where like the B&M inverts will always have the benefit of being floorless so like Mm. there is no such thing as no leg room Um, and I just think that 
you know, a Schwarzkopf blooper only has one type of inversion. Yes. As where B&M inverts have proven to be very diverse. You have stuff like Banshee, mm-hmm. whether I like it or not, but you also have Alpengeist, a crazy terrain invert. And you have Nemesis and Black Mamba, and you have the Batman clones, perfectly solid clone coasters. And they're all so different. And so I can, I'm going to go back again to, like, the fairy products. And I think the very product here is in, um, the invert. And it's still kind of cool, you know, seeing your feet dangle and stuff, so. That's my that's my pick. Well, yeah, but I mean, Sven and Alex, you Sven, guys are. You go ahead and go because I think you, 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 you go ahead and, and sound off on this one all, all the way to the end. <laughs> Why? Why me? Because you're probably going to be the decision maker here. Because I think you Alex is probably be. a sports golfer. For that reason, I first want to hear hear Alex. Really? If I'm the decision maker. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Well, I I don't know because I don't. If, Sven, if you if, if you're invert, I assume that you prefer inverts over Schwarzkopf bloopers, and I don't slight you for that. So, uh, for that, for the sake of that, I mean, we could go ahead and give it to to B and M, I think, and I'm not, I wouldn't contest that mm-hmm. because I struggle with the thought of that too. But some of the Schwarzkopf bloopers that I've been on, I was just so happy to ri- have ridden them. I mean, my my first two looping coasters were both Schwarzkopf. It was, it was Looping Stars, mm-hmm. the Haran, and then Revolution and Magic Mile was my second inverting coaster. So, like, I have definitely, you know, a childhood Schwarzkopf obsession, too. But Some of the Schwarzkopfs that I've been on, have been, I mean, they've run the gamut. I mean, Olympia Looping was probably my number one bucket coaster at the time when I wrote it, and I loved it. I really, really loved it. And, um... And then, like, as a child, like, writing with Tidal Wave at Great America, Revolution at Magic Mountain, like, Schwarzkopf bloopers have been something I've always loved, and now they're getting very rare. And so I've searched far and wide and, and, and climbed mountains and jumped, <laughs> jumped out of airplanes <laughs> to ride some of the more obscure ones. <laughs> jumped out of airplanes. <laughs> I got kidnapped. Or, um, in yeah. the case of, like, Chimera uh, in Mexico City, rest its soul. They started disassembling it this week, apparently. Um, mm. But with that one, I remember when I wrote it, I was like, this is so intense. I think this is really going to kill someone. Um, Just to be sure, <laughs> what, what type of is that? Is that with the, the three loopings? Looping. Yeah. Dryer looping. That was uh, at Flamingo Land for a few years. And uh, it, it kind of, it had a pretty bad accident. I guess that was last year. Yeah. The coaster's probably done. Uh, I don't expect mm. it to reopen. Um, mm. But it was so... Inc- I was just so pleased to have ridden it. And then, like, the Bullet, which was also at Flamingo Land, Flamingo Land sold both coasters to the same parent company and one built them at their one major park, which is the one in Mexico City, and, and then the other one, Selva Magica. Um, the Bullet was so exciting just because it was so historic. I was, like, practically in tears because I was just so happy to be riding it. Um, I don't know if I've ever felt that way about a B&M invert. There's something about, like, the, the journey and the, the value and the, the rareness mm-hmm. and the fact that, like, Schwarzkopf coasters are, have not been built for as long as I've been alive. And now mm-hmm. the ones that are open are so cherished. So, like, for me, mm-hmm. the experience of a Schwarzkopf looper is more than the ride itself because I feel like the time is running out. And you ride these things. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I wrote the ones in Mexico, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I, I got these rides because there's not a lot of time left for these. Mm-hmm. And that was especially true for Chimera, and we didn't even know at the time. 
Although we could have concluded because that ride, it feels like a car crash. That thing was so violent <laughs> and so fast. Um, I love that ride. It felt like a car crash. It, yeah. It really, <laughs> I, it's like, I felt Me like. Me when I stumbled you, out of any sports car. It has a five point harness, like a fighter pilot harness so that you don't like face plant into the ride vehicle on the turn. <laughs> Because it's sort of, it, at the look of it, you're like, okay, this is like Olympia looping with three loops. But, I mean, the tire drives that are meant to, like, serve as blocks for the trains, they just run in one train on it, and they use the tire drives as launches. So they reprogrammed <laughs> the ride where every time you went through, like, a brake run, it was actually pushing you faster. And then by the end of it, you're just like, the, the ride is not going the speed that it was designed for. Like, mm. this is really, really aggressive. And There's something about those, like, dire loopings crashing. Because then the one in Edmonton Mall yeah, the West also, Edmonton like, London. derailed and killed someone. Yeah, so, like, it's the just... triple looping Schwarzkopf's Schwarzkopf that, things. have killed at least two people now. Doing very similar, like, Sorry, saying those are better than um, being a... I, it's really... Universe. But then, like, okay, I, I, Top Gun at Great America was a, a favorite of mine. I rode Dueling Dragons the year those opened. Like, I have sentimental love for the 90s B&M inverts as well, too. So for mm-hmm. me, it's almost a stalemate. Like, I, I, I couldn't choose one or the other, which is why you two mm-hmm. can take that decision and, and call it for <laughs> us because I don't know if i Okay, so you're, like, half-half points. Yeah, now yeah. Sven has to actually yeah. really pull his weight. Yeah. Sven? Um, I go for B&M inverts, indeed, because... Like Harry said, it's the it's harder to theme a Schwarzkopf coaster as well, I feel. Like, there are not a lot of themed ones out there, right, Alex? The, um, the Bavarian Mountain Railroad, which was the original version of what Jetline is now, has, like, the big, bulky superstructure for mm. the mountain mm-hmm. facade that was on it. Uh, I guess another famous themed Schwarzkopf was the one, the mm-hmm. Grand Canyon Bond um, at Fantasialand, you know, before it burned down. Um, the, but yeah, no, Schwarzkopf's have historically never been about immersion theme, storytelling, diversity. They were about pushing your body to the limits and getting Mm -hmm. drunk German people to spend all of their money on tickets. (laughs) Um, so yeah, two very different Mm -hmm. approaches to a ride Mm -hmm. concept and Trying, uh, aiming to accomplish different things. There are also such different time frames, though. I mean, when when loopers from Schwarzkopf yeah. came out, they were revolutionary. They were the first vertical loops, and they were forceful. And you know, revolution is such a different ride than any invert. And yeah. then by the time the BNM inverts came around, you know, like almost twenty years later, when they really started becoming a thing, I mean, the market had changed, the industry had changed. <coughs> BNM obviously invented half of the inversions we know nowadays, mm-hmm. so it's obviously a bit of a different timeline. So, mm-hmm. um, I guess that you know, modern. The modern edge that the newer product has, mm-hmm. I guess, also gives it the edge here yeah. for me, period. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so far, so good with the VS concept. Everyone agrees. <laughs> All five, yeah. But maybe now with an Intamin Launch Coaster versus a Gerslauer Infinity Coaster. Intamin Launch Coaster. Intamin Launch Coaster. <sighs> this is a difficult one. Oh, okay. I'm glad. I know. <laughs> Because and it's you did sneaky. this because theoretically they can be literally the same ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Infinity Coaster, in my opinion, and the clues in the name, is one of the most versatile roller coaster models that exist. You know, you can do anything with it, which is mm-hmm. why what is it? Power Park 
have two of them yeah. but yeah. each one is different yeah you know one's uh, more of an airtime focused with a big drop and the other's a launch with inversions you know mm. two different rides but the same ride product line yeah for you for, this is difficult for you because the one infinity coast you've done the smiler is different mm-hmm. to perhaps the others okay and obviously the I mean, are you talking... What kind of infinite launch coast are you talking about? I mean, any, I all suppose. There's an infinite of number them. of possible. Because, like, what they used mm-hmm. to call the Bliss Coasters... I mean, they're all lumped together all into the LSM the line now. Product line. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, yeah. um, I mean, you know, they're they're quite varied because that includes, you know, stuff like the Hefe Sunek one that has, like, the giant yellow shuttle coaster... Um, that's also an intimate launch. I'm going to take it's yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah, it's better to co- include all of them because also, as you said, Harry, the infinity coasters are so different as well. Mm-hmm. Even and the intimate launch coasters, even though they're the same concept, they can also be quite different. Yeah. So I know it's not an easy one. <laughs> I love Gershlauer. I was, I mm-hmm. was campaigning for Gershlauer when everyone thought that Gershlauer was crap because of like Mystery Mine at Dollywood because it beats your head in. I still love that ride. See, Gold Rush in Slaharan was one of my favorites. So I great. love that ride. And like, Hang Time is mm-hmm. cute. It's cute. Hang Time gets the job done. I think, yeah, Gerst have, uh, have done quite well in terms of, you know, they've started building these compact roller coasters and then kind of have expanded out of that. And I still really appreciate that. I think that Gerst are the best people to build a compact sit-down coaster yes mm. like totally i would always go instead of even a mac big dipper because you're you're wanting the kind of the same thing but then let girls do it and you'll get more out of it you'll get mm-hmm. just generally get more for your money it'll do more and i feel like especially with a vertical lift hill it has a bit more appeal to say you know the, the average theme park goer um i really want to say the infinity coaster just because i want to be different <laughs> well, you, you sure are going to be different from us, I think. So that's there. but then, oh, like Monster at Adventureland in Iowa is awesome, and it's sort of like the one at Powerland, but if it had the Eurofighter drop, it's got that crazy mm. like double loop thing with like the hang time moment, and that one reminds me. I feel like that was kind of what the Mac Big Dipper. Uh, so I know that we call the Infinity Coaster to be very varied. But I always feel like we're just forgetting how incredibly varied the intimates are. Yeah. Because you have Top Thrill Dragster, but you also have Tavon, but you also have a inverting in sit down um, yeah, shuttle at launch coaster in that. Guangzhou. You have like all these really mm-hmm. weird Taiga concepts. You have Taiga. I mean, they're all such incredibly different coasters. Uh, Steel. I love that. Like Superman at Magic Mountain, the, whatever you want to call that. It's also an intimate launch. <laughs> um, so I guess that's, so that's like, also really got like Maverick, which is the sweetheart at Cedar Point. Very aggressive, great transitions, and like a super, super aggressive throw ride. And then you have like Steel Dolphin at um, Haichang, Haichang Ocean Park yeah. in Shanghai, which is like a little family Maverick and it's so much fun. So it has a couple of really Great intense moments. It's a, I, it's top it has the same ride. train style like Terran, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is standard for all. So it's a family Terran. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty a family much. Terran. 
I mean, Taron's. I mean, depends on what time of day Taron runs. It's the same intensity. Taron is a family Taron. Yeah, (laughs) I agree. I subscribe to that one. You know, a lot of people don't. Should have slapped some inversions on Taron. That's what they should have done. Yeah, we could have used. I always say that, like, when it kind of does that wave down thing, um, like after the second launch, I wish there was just like a roll or something in there, like just a big inverted roll. Miles better. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Someone that likes that idea. Appreciate you, Harry. I like the idea. I know you do, but Sven didn't. I think he was. <laughs> that's not what, true. What, what would you say, Smiler or Taron? I mean, that's the only two you got. Well, like, well, I mean, or like Stealth or something. Stealth counts. Or Rita. Stealth yeah, matters. Any Rita. <laughs> He's like, I don't even want to put Rita in the category. Oh um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Rita oh, yeah. as well. Desert race. Nah. See, and that's what brings Intamin launch down for me. Like, yeah, you have these really good ones, but you also have the. Lesser good. Ones. Yeah, I mean it's not Intamin's fault. The, the part I like the flight went for that. Was it? I yeah. feel nostalgic about those. Now. Yeah, but then we also kind of got to look at when these were added. I feel well, like Intamin's always pushed that limit. Intamin's always pushed yeah. it, whether for for better mm-hmm. or for worse. They don't age as well, but yeah. they've always pushed it. Yeah. So we're gonna look at like well, when the Infinity Coaster opened in that year versus when. Um, Rita opened in that year. Yeah. I mean, Rita was they remarkable. Rita opened before the same you know? year that like the Eurofighter. Day yeah, I mean, honestly, like, your fighters ain't all that. The early ones, I feel like they they don't track as well. They they're this. they're real, oh, especially for sure. yeah, yeah. even so, now, like the like the the Takabisha clone at Nick Universe in in uh, New Jersey. But I guess that's a your fighter though, I mean, and yeah. not Infinity, right? Yeah. And that's what happens it's when your ride sits on the floor for like ten years. Yeah, or something, but it's like you know? it's, it's everyone <laughs> yeah. says it's rough. It rattles. It vibrates. I'm like, yeah, I I believe it. Like Gershlauer, the fulfillment end of Gershlauer rides can be a little. Yeah, there's some really bad U.S. Gerslauers, mm. whether manufacturing of it's been done by a third-party plant, and yeah. it's just not as mm. good yeah. as the mm. European ones. That's so so far for me, there has not been an Infinity coaster that I did not like. Mm. Okay. Although there's been intimate launch coaster that I did not like. Mm. So for that, and since you two are saying uh, intimate, I'll go for Gerslauer then. <laughs> so, team coast but, coast but the team intimate. opinion is uh, <laughs> apparently intimate launch, okay. which I can still agree on. So, at least for the first time, we're we're kind of butting heads, right? Because you guys yeah. are infinity coasters. I don't know. It depends what Zoe thinks. I think, yeah, I agree with what Sven said because, like, there's t- obviously like Taron, but then there's Rita. So, <laughs> what's wrong uh, with yeah. Rita? Rita is perfectly serviceable. It's just aggressive. Yeah, I mean, that's what. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I just. Yeah, I I don't like it when it's like rough and just like bashes you about. Does it still have those old like restraints? Does have the old, the old color part. restraints? Yeah, yeah they're not very. Uh, even even Cheetah Hunt stupid. like yeah. neck checks me all the time, and yeah. it's like a freaking kitty coaster. So I get that. Rita's just about. <laughs> I just like the takeoff on Rita. I like stealth. I like hmm. that rate of acceleration. The exceliad, the hydraulic launches on Intamin's are even even the LSM launches on Intamin are really impressive. Like Accelerator still takes my breath away. Yeah. When we go to Knott's mm. Berry Farm, that's still one of the best. I mean, Stealth is even faster acceleration rate than Accelerator, so you guys must yeah. so, know what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. Should we go Gerst then? If you're happy to go Gerst, flower, I'm. <laughs> I know happy you to go want to go Gerst. So let's for go Gerst. Too. I love how they refer to it as Gerst. It makes me happy. Gerstlauer is better because I still think of Gerstlauer as being the underdog. I remember when oh, I was a it, kid. Oh, it is. It is totally was, the underdog. was the plastic yeah. wooden coaster train company <laughs> in 1998 when Six Flags couldn't get PTC to build any more trains for their CCI coasters. And they were like, okay, because they were defaulting on all their loans. So they're like, Gerstlauer is like, we'll build you 
uh, a fiberglass <laughs> wooden coaster train for your five. That's where the fiberglass battle coasters. came from. Yeah, and yeah, it's, uh, I still remember Gerslauer as being pigeonholed as, as like this was the, the the BS German wooden coaster train company that like Six Flags defaulted to because they couldn't get the real deal anymore. It hey, anything to get into the market though. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so Coasterbot is Gerslauer Infinity. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Coaster Kings, Intamin, Phantom, and Lunch, then, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. but only Intamin launches, though. The rest of Intamins are, are hit or mm-hmm. miss for me. Hit or miss. Whereas well, I think Gerschlauer Bob coasters, the little wild mice, are flawless across the board. Fun mm, Not all of them. Like, Tiki Waka is, oh. was a bit of a disappointment well, here in Well, just because Tiki Waka is, like, family-friendly doesn't mean that it's a problem. Yeah. I think all of them are family-friendly. Yeah. I don't think there's it's a single one that's good, not family-friendly. But I, I, that Helsing will break your ribs, and I like that in a ride. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I know. Um, like, you think you know Wild Mice, and then Van Helsing is like, girl, you hold on. Like, <laughs> Van Helsing will take a baseball bat to your midriff, and I'm, and I'm fine with that. It's so extreme. I'm going, I'm going to crush your hearts again, but now I understand why you like Facoma, old Facoma and old, old arrow coasters again, because you enjoy having a car crash, you enjoy yeah. having your mm. ribs crushed. I'll take bad transitions and violence over poor tracking, fiberglass vibrations. I mean, there are limits. There are just some really trash old arrows out there. I'll be the first to admit. I have an arrow tattoo, and I'll admit it. Uh, but oh. there's also some really good classic characterful like ones. When rides, when like well-engineered rides, like Diamondback, or, or rides that should be well-engineered, like Diamondback at King's Island, they rattle, they just vibrate. And I'm like, this isn't a design quirk. This isn't the consequence of designing rides in the 70s and 80s using a napkin and a ballpoint pen, like, this shouldn't happen. <laughs> like, this, sh- this problem shouldn't exist, and it's just there because of, like, design or maintenance oversight. Whereas a ride like Van Helsing, it's like, okay, yeah, beat the crap out of you, but, you know, but that was on purpose. Like, there's nothing that that ride is doing that's a design oversight <laughs> or uh, a lack of maintenance care or, or you know so like that's where i draw the difference that's where i draw the line between like getting beat up by a ride that's doing exactly what it was supposed to do and then and getting like vibrated to death by a modern b&m coaster that, that that they just can't seem to to solve the puzzle on on why that's such a problem so have you been to movie park uh harry and zoe not yet no no not yet um I think you I like, like Icon. To. You'll like uh, Star Trek. Oh, wow. Well. Mm. It's better. It's <laughs> Don't fun. say that. I've heard, Wait, I've heard Finn, are you story. saying Star Trek is better than Icon? <laughs> Star Trek is better than Icon. That's what I've heard, too. Okay, That's I'll the take only it. I love Star Trek. I've heard. I okay. haven't heard otherwise. But it helps to be <laughs> a sci-fi nerd. Because the theming and well, the, the storytelling component of Star Trek is fabulous. And then it's a great ride, too. The thing is, for me, Icon, when I... When I went to write it, I knew that I couldn't have high expectations. And because of that, it just was exactly as my expectations. Mm-hmm. A little bit better than uh, at some points. Like I like the, after the, the first hill after the first launch and oh, then yeah. the, um, the element after the second launch. Yeah, the um, Immelman thing. Yeah, yeah, that's really fun. Um, but it's, it's the launch itself that still... It's it's the same like for Blue Fire and for for Icon. It's the launch that disappoints me a little bit. Yeah, but. Icon's well, like, first launch has awful. pretty weak launches too. I call them mm-hmm. like break runs in reverse because the rate <laughs> of acceleration is so 
like so uneventful, but not all mm-hmm. Mac is capable of doing launches that don't feel like that. It's just that their clients generally don't seem to push for mm-hmm. ex, like exciting rates of acceleration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one right I'm kind of like worried about is like Dreamworld Australia is building a Blue Fire clone with a shovel mm. launch and it's like yeah. how much slower can you make a launch fire. like yeah. are we just like not going to launch the thing or are we just going to let it yeah. run like <laughs> would you agree that Steam Steam Racer had a decent launch yeah but decent doesn't mean good I, it was a, but it was it was better than like Copperhead Strike like these were better launches yeah but if you compare it to like intimate launches that like <laughs> on an LSM but Lily Flag hydraulic launch Mac has never done that yet as far as I know the next shot is at a Sucho with their big new one. I'm trying to think if there's mm-hmm. like a Mac launch that really like took No, there isn't. Oh, I'm pretty not. sure. But, I, but mm-hmm. not, they're not <laughs> so bad. I, I, okay. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we had some steel coasters. Let's go to wood coasters. And it's, uh, again, Intamin wood coaster or a GCI wood coaster. GCI. GCI. <laughs> Uh, so, you've examples. got... I know the GCI we've been on, right? Yeah, Wickerman. Yeah. And then you've got um, Boulder. Oh, what? Oh, no. <laughs> it's difficult <laughs> for you, at least, um, because Boulder's a lot bigger. Wickerman is the only GCI you've been on, right? So, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's obviously okay. a very small-scale GCI. We haven't been um, on it. Uh, it looks cute though. We it watch videos adorable. of it all the time. Uh, it packs a punch. Like, obviously, it looks a little bit slow. And that like, like unbanked really turn, like mid ride, looks really cool to me. Where it just like hauls through the unbanked turn. Remember, it kind of reminds me of um, Ghost Riders, like unbanked turn yeah. a little bit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but then Boulder. We love Boulder, don't we? Boulder has a special place in our heart. We absolutely love it. It's, mm. it's such a boring layout, like in terms of on paper. <laughs> It's just True. turn hill, turn hill, turn hill. True. But it's so good. It is so fantastic. That was my number one for years. Don't blame me. So mm-hmm. I, I get it. I mean, I totally El Toro is really good. El Toro too. is bad. Like El Toro is. I can't believe Wooden Coasters can tear up like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like the those first, the first drop and the first two Camelback Hills on El Toro are. And the length of the train is just like God. It is a wild hyper. Yeah. And then there's one really good drop like midway through the ride that is the sh- the sharpness of it because it was clearing another ride now that ride is gone the other their old wooden coaster mm. that they that dictated the the layout and design for El Toro that ride is gone now but the what the, the we were blessed with that drop in the middle of the ride that was so sharp so that it could clear the superstructure for Rolling Thunder so we still have that <laughs> I I think El Toro may be a little overrated even though I'm obsessed with it even though it's a great ride um just because, like, there's a couple of moments in El Toro that, that could be as good as the rest of the ride. Um, there's that one hill. Yeah, in the middle of the superstructure. In the middle of the superstructure that has no air. Colossus disappointed me, the one at Heidi Park. Uh, I thought it was just okay. Um, but obviously that was Did awesome. you do it, Harry? Closed when I went to Heidi Park. Same for me. Yeah. It, it was closed for, like, two years, wasn't it? Like, it was it closed was. for... It was basically retired, and then they and mm. now it's new. So, I'd be curious mm-hmm. to ride it again. The only one that I'm missing is T Express. I heard T Express, which I hear is fabulous. the best one. Yeah, they said it is a combination of the greatest qualities of El Toro and Balder um, in the mountains Sounds in Korea. Good. I'm like, I, I, I would absolutely. I just, I, I 
defer to anyone who's written that and they say it's the best wooden coaster. I've never heard someone who's written it say that it's not the best wooden but coaster. But then on the GCI flip side, GCI. I feel like GCI kind of invented the whole like twister thing yeah. with like transitions mm. and air and forces coming in like the weirdest moments I've where just so many GCI bangs. coasters, I can't even count them. And, yet I, and I feel I like they're like a little more diverse more because now. of that. They used to, I used to think they were overrated. Now I think they're the best in the game. I'm a GCI kind of guy. I really am. Um, trips to Europe, trips to China, trips to the Midwest. It really doesn't matter where you ride them. They're uh, all really solid. There's so many examples of great GCIs because there's really only a couple that aren't fabulous. Um, so, for me, I really like Boulder. Uh, but as you said, like the layout is pretty basic. But still, I wanted to redo it because of the airtime. Uh, and that's also the only Intamin that I've done. Uh, GCI, of course, uh, that was the first time I got to experience a good wooden roller coaster. <laughs> I, I, I have to think which one was my first. It was might it be yours and the Drac. Oh, okay. or, I love or yours Troy. and the Drac. I I'm think it's yours and the Drac. I'm a racing coaster. I really am. Yeah, so, um, and Balder I only did, like, two years ago. Um, but it didn't have the same effect, I think, like what GCI did. Because uh, I was used to Weerwolf slash Loop Garou at Wannabe Belgium. Yeah, that was, like, like, the only wooden coaster I knew. Yeah. Um, and a Vekoma wooden coaster is, of course, something different. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah so I, I'll my agree on the... Yeah, right. yeah, I'll I agree on like the GCI. Bandit yeah. and Robin Hood is my yeah. first two wooden coasters, and and Colossus was my third. Uh, Magic Mountain, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what are the conclusions then? So, Coaster Kings go for GCI. Yeah, yeah. our number one, I think, is Wood Coaster in uh, OCT East in mm-hmm. Jensen. That ride. They're they're just very varied. Is so I would say GCI personally. And they've got plenty of others that are almost as good, but then that one for me is. Mm-hmm. takes the cake. I don't know what we'd choose. I think based on the limited amount of GCIs we've done, compared yeah, yeah. to... I, I'm happy to go with Intamin. Okay. Me too. Nice. <laughs> Balder is so good. Like, there's yeah. just no overstating how good that ride is. So, I, I, even if that was the only one and you'd ridden all of these other GCIs and you're like, well, I still like Balder better than all of them. That's perfectly valid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the next uh, is uh, more family-oriented. It's a Marer Spinning or a Vekoma Mine Train. Mm. Spinning coaster. Yeah. There. There you go. That's, yeah, I swear that's an easy one. Oh, really? Because I'm like Mr. Well, Mine Train here. <laughs> you guys have a couple of Marer Spinners in Great Britain. Mm-hmm. I haven't mm-hmm. ridden Two, the one yeah. at Chessington. It was closed. The only coaster that was open on my visit to Chessington was Vampire, but that's okay, because I could sit and ride that for literally hours. <laughs> I could ride that ride for hours and hours. And when the park closed and ER2 was over, they dragged me out of that park, kicking and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I think I liked, at the time, I would say I liked it better than Nemesis. <laughs> I'm so enamored Terrible. of that ride. <laughs> I mean... I like my spinners, and there's some really good ones like Winja's. The Crushes Coaster. And Crushes Coaster. <laughs> we 
<laughs> what is your guy's obsession with Crush's coaster? Okay, because it's really it's pretty basic. Okay, but Sven, why don't you been to all these Disney parks? And sometimes they really really start running together, and people are like, "Oh, Disney!" But then like Walt Disney Studios has freaking Crush's coaster, and it's so different, and it's so cute. I and comfortably it's... wait an hour for that yeah, ride. Yeah, we waited time. an hour twice. Twice. Right we liked it so well. So yeah, Curse's Coaster. It's a fun poster. It's so, and like, the part at the beginning, the dark ride part is so cute. We have a little dark ride at Epcot that's fine. And the lift feels like a launch. Like you go through right, that. We ride the Epcot yeah. dark ride for Finding Nemo because it reminds us of the dark ride portion of the Finding Nemo coaster in Paris. I mean, me and Harry fall out about this coaster a lot. Crush's coaster isn't a Disney coaster. Like it shouldn't <laughs> mm-hmm. exist. It's not. In my opinion, it, I think it's I mean, not think worthy. Indiana Jones and the I mean, it's at Walt Disney yeah, no, Studios. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, Indiana Jones is crap as well. <laughs> I love that ride. <laughs> oh, me too. I mean, I like Chris's coaster. But I agree, it's fun. Yeah. it's a fun coaster. But like, mm. it's because it's, it's indoors. It's right? just a light show. It's like the rock and roller coaster in Paris. It's like a light show. I don't care. I don't. I don't want to go on a roller coaster. That's a light show. You know, ah, but I, that I, is the Disney. Uh, that is the history of Disney roller coaster gestation. Is is yeah, boring. just goofy, just giant. Like, just indoor. like wait off for a little bit. Yeah, your Disney ideas because like there's a lot of that like light show shit happening. Yeah, like everywhere. Space Mountain, <laughs> Space Mountain at Magic Kingdom, the bread and butter, the ultimate. It's literally just projection. It's just a big box stars. in the dark with a disco ball, mm-hmm. and people mm. still love it. <laughs> to, to love Disney coasters is to be comfortable with, with a light show, with, the, with a light show and a box. Just doesn't do it for me. I'm I know. afraid. I, I can't and find I, with I the light show. I get it. This is obviously, there's other but, Disney coasters that do a better job, like you know, uh, Big Grizzly Mountain Runaway Minecarts. Like Crush's coaster, I wouldn't remove it because the Walt Disney Studio needs rides, oh, and they, God, yeah. it's one of the only ones left. Um, but I, I totally agree that it doesn't feel like a Disney coaster because once you're in the main building, once you're in the, sh- in you the see, building, it's like yeah, you see the projections and and. I don't know. It's it's yeah. It, the it, Space Could Mountain. It's still in the dark, and it completely dark. So you don't see all the the track and the projections. The, yeah. the effects. Yeah. While in, in Crush's Coaster, it's a nice. It's I like the music, but that's because of the movie. And um, that layout we have a but, lot in the U.S. Mm. It's just basic. Mm. We don't have any custom power spinners in the U.S. Yeah, I've been on that one a lot. That Crush's Coaster layout, but without mm. you know the the bells and whistles and stuff. We even have even Hershey Park has another indoor version mm. of that ride layout, but I maybe mean, like Crush's coaster mm-hmm. better. Winja's is the one that I I feel like Spinners is the yeah. only reason that would make Winja's. that conversation really hard. Spinners are also just kind of hard to judge because I feel like ride experiences can differ so much. Like we're the only people sitting in yeah. the train and we're sitting on one side. We'll yeah. spin like crazy. Yeah, the one at like, Waldemere. Like ba- if we have a balance great. card and it's like, do you remember well, we rode the one at Seabreeze and the car didn't unlock? No, so that we really a non-spinning ride on one of them. Oh. Yeah, like that, that land, <laughs> that land is not made to not spin. Like, was, like that overbank, if you don't spin, like it's really rough. And then I think I also got a ride on it once where the ride operator was like, hey, you want to you spin real fast? And she like manually kicked the brake in the station and we spun down the first drop and the first turnaround. And I was like, that was painful too. So I've had... <laughs> <laughs> my, a lot of my most memorable experiences on Mauer Spinners have been hmm. uh, uncomfortable malfunctions of the ride now the question is does this like versus thing include mine trains like everest and grizzly and hong kong Mm. or is it just like the more traditional ones like colorado the more traditional ones yeah 
Well, because the, Everest, yeah. yeah, Everest and Grizzly are technically they're mind drain coasters and technically they're Vacoma, but they're obviously their own product line of which only mm. those two rides exist. This is kind of hard for mm-hmm. me. I mean, Grizzly I, is a launch coaster, and that's a nice No, launch. but we need to look at the actual so, mind Yeah, I, I know. But um, mm-hmm. I still don't think it's a hard choice because um, Paris is Big Thunder Mountain and Colorado. Colorado is really good. Um, and if, like, I think it still makes it easy for me. I still prefer those. I prefer length With uh, the exception of windows. And seeming. Which still is very dark oriented. Like, there's not really any Mauer spinners that are like hmm. scenic or pretty that I've been on. Uh, whereas the mine trains, Vacoma mine trains, are just gorgeous. Like, if you if you've got mm-hmm. the right resources and stuff, like I rode. There's one in China that I rode that is had like all this beautiful rock work and stuff. It's all been redone now. We rode a knockoff one of the Vacoma double lift hill mine uh, <laughs> in. Um, Joyland. Suit show at Joyland, and that one was really fun. <laughs> the scenery and stuff, even though it's not really a Vacoma, we're like, well, this is what you can do with this ride. Uh, I haven't been on Mahmood, but Mahmood looks pretty good too. Yeah. I know. I, I guess I just go for the length and theming. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of Mahmood, honestly. It's all right. I think it, it's good. It, it's not fantastic. But what it's about good. Calamity yeah. Mine? Because we haven't ridden that one either. Well, that's like mini mammoth. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sven, um, what, what would you say? Are you spinner or Vacoma Matron? I'm going for spinner, I think. Cause okay, not then I'm willing to sit on spinner, too. Yeah, that's fine. I love, I love Winjas too much. Not, to, not to only because of uh, Winjas. Not only because of Winjas, but uh, there's Tarantula in uh, mm. Parque de Atracciones Madrid in oh, Spain yeah. and that's my favorite that's a, it's, it's, is that a standard layout? Is that no, a big, or is that's it a like one, big I think it's custom oh you know what one that I wrote that I liked that I, I just remembered that Crush. I wrote was Salama at Linenmaki that's a fun one oh. that one has a really cool setting and okay. unlike most of the coasters there it's not like shorter than five seconds so mm. like that was really <laughs> enjoyable I'm trying to think of what well, other ones I've done on it. And the UK has a, a few ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got Spinball Wizard and... Uh, I like Spinball, yeah. the Sonic one, the Sonic one at, at yeah. Griffin, uh, <laughs> like, like you, A lot of people like Wingers. I like Wingers, but I feel like a lot of Wingers layout is just not very good. And it's built more for other people to look at it rather than the people riding it. I feel that. Especially... The wild mouse sections at the very top. They're what? kind of funny. I don't, well, I the don't ride know. is the ride is very gimmicky, which I enjoy about yeah. it. It's like, oh, like I let's put that, as many different moving track pieces we can possibly do. And like the little, yeah. with the like the little balance thing. at the end. It's like that That's seems cool. like a Spoilers. maintenance Sorry. nightmare to yeah. me. Like, mm. but at this, uh, but at the same time, I kind of enjoy the weirdness of that no, there's no hmm. Vacoma mind train that blew me away quite the way that riding winches blew me away the first mm. time I rode it because I didn't know anything about that ride so should we just go like, with yeah no, okay totally. let's go with spinners yeah. too wow you guys convinced us look at that well and if we're <laughs> so, not going to count Everest and Big Grizzly which is totally reasonable those mm. would be my two biggest yeah but that's votes mm. for the Vacoma mind train mm-hmm. but it's also fair to say that those don't count so yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay we're spinners I also think Mauer is just really underrated in general. They've got some mm. booger rides out there, but they've got some good ones too. Like yeah, but mm-hmm. it's like there's only booger and good ones. There's really not much else to have out there. You know I what I'm saying? Like, you it's not like they say man- that about a lot of ride manufacturers, <laughs> though. 
Uh, but uh-huh. then, like, I okay. really liked the one at Drayton Manor. Um, G-Force. G-Force. Yeah. yeah. See, even Harry doesn't like that, and he was born there. Well, a lot of people did. <laughs> yeah, I rode it. I'm pretty sure I rode it near open. Quite a bit. And um, we rode Rip Ride Rocket the other day at Universal Studios Florida, and it wasn't terrible. Um, it wasn't terrible. <laughs> what praise? <laughs> yeah. And the one at Booger rides and good rides. It's really good. Huh? The one at Dreamland. Oh, Formula X. Yeah. Yeah. That one is kind of cute. But, I mean, it doesn't jump out at you. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like Maurer really good, isn't in the top of the list yeah. anywhere. When just so is their magnum opus. What is, what is Coasterbot going for? De- definitely uh, Maurer spinning coasters. Okay. Yeah. Not a fan of the Vekoma Mine Trains. They're all right. I do, I'm just a real, real fan of how fun and just funny that spinning coasters are they <laughs> yeah. just always make me laugh and they're, they're always a blast you get a good especially ride when you get spinning spin. you're like oh yeah this is well yeah. and they're re- <laughs> and they're rideable to the extent that they're not super sure. long but also every ride's kind of different you know mm-hmm. like I've yeah, had crazy yeah. spinning mm-hmm. rides where I'm like wow that was the wildest one yet or I've had ones where I'm Isn't like I need to be ride to get more spin have one too that's like custom Bobby Allen yeah it is uh, uh, this, or whatever it's called but, now mm, oh, it no Naga Bay now yeah Naga Bay yeah it it was like we were excited to finally have a spinning coaster, and then we got Nagabe. <laughs> it's funny because it has like that super thick track, and it looks yeah. like it'd be expensive, but it then like the layout cool. is super short, right? Yeah, yeah, and and it it you have the I, I have to even think about it, but I think you have the first drop, and then you go right into the brakes, and you lose all your speed, and then you nice. have another drop, and <laughs> it's just uh, I don't like the brake sections. Yeah. And the pacing. So what's the next one, Sven? What's the next lineup? Okay. Uh, so this is the B&M Dive versus Entenmann Mega. Is it really competition? <laughs> well, is it really competition? I think because I, think I, it is. I feel like we're probably not even on the same wavelength well, there. Maybe if I guess what B&M. Uh, what what? Okay, so I'll be I don't like B&M divers that much. Be, they're kind of one-trick pony-ish to me. There's some good ones. Like, I think Baron is cute because of the theming. Holds a special place in my heart. And I think Seeker's cool because of the tunnel in the Splashdown. Mm, I think tunnels add a lot of value to dive yes. courses. Yes. But then Premium. we rode the two biggest ones with the 10-seaters the in China, and I didn't care yeah, the for them. Chinese, they were really kind of boring. The ones in China, I, I enjoy them. Yeah, they're, they're not like... They're like Are those Griffin clones? No. No. There is no. actually the Griffin clone in Korea is slightly smaller gauge. It's an eight across version of okay. the Griffin layout, which is the opposite of like what a Happy Valley in Shanghai did, which is a ten across version of Shikra. So it's a little bit larger, has a couple more like altitude changes. So but and then those, and then the um, the Chimlong Paradise dive coaster had the record uh, for longest and tallest until uh, Valraven opened. And Val Raven is absolutely nothing Val either. Raven like, is it is not shit. a good ride. It is the worst roller coaster <laughs> in Ohio. Yeah, it doesn't look... It is look. so stupid and a complete waste of time, resources, valuable space, and oh. space riddle... Like, yeah, park. we just, like, walk by that ride every time we're there. Like, I did not feel it's like you were looking at it. It's just a for the general public. <laughs> it's a distraction from the better rides. That's its only surface. Serve. It, it's, it's a hood ornament for us to, to appreciate from See, I, I guess it really is... Not an easy choice then, because, I mean, into mega coasters can be hit or miss too, I guess, because Goliath isn't all that. But I also enjoy Goliath, Goliath. a lot more than 
Um, Some other people do. At money and force. You're talking fine. about Goliath and Wild Behold. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. yeah. Is there another Intamin one for Goliath? I can't. No. All the other Goliath mega coasters are like. Yeah, I, just, I, I always doubt. Companies that, but yeah, I guess the only Intamin Goliath is that is that one. But so then I don't like Millennium Fours. I think it's overrated. I like. Well, I mean, I like the first okay. drop and the first turn, but then it's Millennium kind of mellow. Mm-hmm. I like. I like Thunder Dolphin. But Thunder Dolphin Tokyo cool. because it's so scenic. And then that Superman one in New England. Even though Lepar suck, it is a powerful ride. It's a great layout. Oh, this is hard because I'm not even like that big mm-hmm. of a fan of either Intamin product line. Like Kawasemi and Paratin and stuff are overrated. I don't think they're that great. Wait, does this include stuff like Intimidator 305? Because that flips the switch for me. Intimidator 305 is one of our favorite. And so is Skyrush. These rides are so intense that, like, I will gray out, <laughs> like, car crash to the max, really. Sean like, it is some good stuff. Seven times in a row when we were at Hershey Park, and I did it because I love him. I love it too, but like that's a really good ride. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. actually, I'm gonna go Intamin because I guess I can't believe I forgot about those two. Yeah, those two are really good. I think I would have gone with Intamin anyway. The one dive coaster experience that for me, even though it's not my favorite B&M dive, it's still the one that I remember the most is G5 at Jumpers on Fancy World, just because it, the setting is so spectacular, mm. and I cannot believe it's a carbon copy of Oblivion because you can mm. see so much more of G5 it feels like such a big and tall ride and it really I I never appreciated what they accomplished with Oblivion Mm. and how far they dug into the earth to make that ride work until I read G5 and two thirds of the drop is underground yes there's so Mm. much ride to it I mean it Mm. feels short and that's really highlighted by the fact that uh, so much mm. of the ride is... I wonder what it's dark. like doing maintenance on that and being mm. in the bottom of the tunnel and then being yeah. like, so far from yeah. Earth. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, from the G5 service. G5 is just a spectacular... Ex- that was another one where I was just thrilled to be riding it and being there mm. at all. Like, the, the novelty of being in Taiwan in the jungle riding roller coasters was enough. Um, <laughs> but it has a great drop. The view... That has the best view of the first drop of... Of just about any coaster. I mean, you, you look and you're just you're up on the edge of this mountain, and it's just in Taichung City, way off in the distance, and all the jungle and the wild palm trees and stuff everywhere. And the, and the, the park in the foreground, like the big Ferris wheel, the other little B and M, um, Floros coaster in the foreground. So like that's a really memorable B and M dive machine mm-hmm. experience for me. And 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 then there's other ones that are that are quite good. Like I like mm-hmm. Baron a lot, and I like the one at Hyde Park, even though it's quite short. Um, that mm-hmm. was my first one. That was my first dive machine. So I was mm-hmm. excited. No one else on the tour cared because they'd already ridden Griffin and Shigra. And they were like, what is this? This is like half a coaster. Um, so I have some special good nice. memories. Of the, and then all the China ones. Riding so, a B&M dive coaster feels like being I'm a curious dive. about Coaster Butt's opinion. What do you think of dive coasters? Um, they're not my favorites. But have I even been on any of the other ones? No. So <laughs> can't, can't really. Like, Which I don't ones know if did I can you do, choose uh, it. Sorry. I think Oblivion. Uh, the both of the Oblivions. Oh, yeah. Okay. The new Oblivion looks cool. Oblivion the black I, hole. Yeah. That's I like that one. It is really good. I and think that's probably the only one. Valkyria. Ones. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Valkyria is ah. really good. I feel, well, the issue we have with these is they're like short. Normally, there's no like actual layout yeah. after the drop bit. Yeah. Valkyria had a bit of one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel 
Oblivion, the the OG Oblivion, right? Like, <laughs> it's a one trick pony, but mm-hmm. it really but it does, it, does well. it well. Yeah, like that drop mm-hmm. is really good. So thematic, um, exactly. Dramatic and presence. Still, the best drop on a dive coaster that I've been on. Um, the other ones just don't pack the same punch, especially Valkyria with the vests. They're not as bad as the old because they're like second gen vests where they do move a little bit, but you don't feel that sense of falling. Yeah. But then the rest of Valkyrie is really good. And yeah. It feels like an actual mm-hmm. roller coaster. So it's kind of like yeah. I want Oblivion's drop with the rest of Valkyria, it's and then I'd, be, I'd love that. That yeah. the whole the main selling point of a dive machine coaster has now kind of been uh, snuffed out by the best restraints. Mm-hmm. So that's how it feels yeah. on Valraven. We were mm. just like, this ride just didn't exist. Well, yeah, because the whole thing about the traditional B&M harnesses with the ratcheting system is that there was always some room. And then you, yeah. if you were hanging vertical, you would literally hang out of it. You know, like you, were, you would slide forward in your seat and really dangle. Mm-hmm. And the vest restraints keep you so in place that the drop, which is supposed to be the most impressive part of the ride, is now like taking second seat just because mm-hmm. of the restraints. And I'm, I'm the first that I like Vest Restraints, generally speaking, but on dive coasters, they're, they're one of the few rides where I really don't yes. like having Vest Inverts, Restraints. I really don't. Dive machines, never. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Always, sometimes, never. <laughs> Going on to Intamin uh, Mega Coasters, I've only, I've only been on one, Goliath. Um, and I really liked it. I think it's got a lot of elements that are great, you know, all of the airtime hills, especially the three bunny hops on the way back. Mm. Fantastic. But then it's got a lot of boringness where it just doesn't really do anything. Like the helixes mm-hmm. are forceful, but do I want to be pushing to my seat for like five seconds just constantly? They Don't did know. it because it was pretty. Yeah. Helixes are so well, some of the elements feel kind of filler. You have that one tr- transition transition yeah. hill that like now is one of yeah. the intimates like marketable elements because you know like yeah. i threw five does it so differently yeah. but on goliath it is really got kind of one of those weird moments we're like what's this really necessary like am i just yeah. sitting here going <laughs> yeah. through that thing yeah yeah, yeah. um so that's that's what i'm trying to say with goliath is, is good but it Superman also has some dead moments clones feel a little bit they're so lengthy they're giant helixes mm-hmm. the giant they're just mm. time consuming really yeah god that now the more i talk about it, is the more i start to doubt which one i like better superman also at, i don't even like either anymore the, superman at darien lake and six flags america <laughs> feel like goliath but with all of the interestingness of it removed mm. truly goliath is like a just a really fun and much more curvaceous but i guess at the end of the day approach it even though it doesn't have versions the intamin mega coasters still do more there's still more of a variety among them, I think. It's Sky where Rush, a dive shows the other day. It's just a drop Sky and maybe Rush an inversion or two. Vibe, mm. Or like, what, well, I mean, Hyperion has a dive loop. I mean, they can do. True. Mm. They can, they're capable. We just haven't been yet. Um, Expedition G-Force is a really good ride. I really enjoy that. I'm trying to think what other ones have, I've been on mm. that are of interest. Yeah, I don't even know. Sven, what do you think? What is your favorite? For me, uh, I really like Yukon Striker at Canada's Wonderland, mm. which we is that is what you said, ha- Harry. For me, it's the mm. drop because it's a very high drop, and then I love the looping. I love how uh, after the looping, um, have you guys done a series? No. Um, okay. Well. I won't spoil it then. Because <laughs> there's this little su- exactly surprise in the right yeah. that I personally feel. And I also felt it on Yukon Striker. So I really like that. And I love how they can, the theming, like Craig and um, 
Baron, obviously, um, what they can do with it. Like Goliath and Expedition GeForce, I like them, but they didn't have the same feel for me as the dive ones. Uh, but I'm hoping that next year mm. there will be a mega that blows me away in my own country. Still can't mm-hmm. believe it, but <laughs> but I'm uh, at the moment I'll go for the dives. Well, Whoa. with that reasoning, I say I go for dives too because at the end of the day, a lot of manufacturers ha. have done mega or hyper coasters, but only B and M is really kind of mastered the dive coaster. Girls, I would try it with like hang time, but it didn't quite work out in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so I will give it to B and M for having a niche product that even okay. though it may not always be the best, it is a good solid product. Dive machines, mm-hmm. I bet it's at the dive machines because that's a sentimental favorite. Like, I remember when Oblivion was new, and I was looking at it from California, being like, "This is incredible." This is bonkers <laughs> that they did this. And so it took a long time. It's funny how things change, right? For the like, dive coaster, yeah. it was a, it was, that, was a slow, that was a slow and steady wins the race because dive coasters are a 90s invention. So are the Intamin yeah. mega coasters. Their first installation of an Intamin mega coaster was the year after Oblivion opened. It was Darien Lake. Mm. And mm-hmm. um, so uh, they're, they're kind of had the same start starting point. And dive machines kind of disappeared for a while. There was a five-year gap um, between G5 and Shikra, but they kind of got this update. They were like, okay, we're going to do loops. We're going to do mm-hmm. other things. Shikra is such a be- has such a beautiful presence. I have yet to ride an Intamin mega coaster that has a presence like that, or even like G5, where it's just so beautiful, stunning Mm-mm. landscape and stuff. So, yeah, I'll give it to a dive coaster, absolutely. I, it's Mm-mm. not a hard choice. Okay. I think you'd like um, Goliath. Yeah. Imagine Boulder, but with a bit more positive force, where you get pushed into your seat mm-hmm. and part, other parts of the ride. Yeah. Uh, you, would, would you feel like that's a good description of of Goliath? I don't know. I, think that's I understand Goliath what you mean. A lot of credit. But yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I yeah. Really like yeah. The I, think I think so. it's a lot I think fun. that's fair. Well, certainly so the trains, the comfort level of the, of the oh, seats yeah. and the harnesses. For sure. Yeah, and the final, the final cool. helix is also quite forceful on Goliath. And like, like with the part. last turn. Yeah, and yeah, visually it's also the really nice. Finale. Yeah, I can't believe no more rides do that. Into the, mm-hmm. the whole life. Goliath cool. has yeah. a great first half, or I guess a great first third, and a pretty solid middle yeah. and a great finale, which is exactly how I would describe Exhibition G4. At least it starts and ends on high notes, and that's really important. Yeah. Like when coasters run out of gas and they just kind of yeah. meander, then I'm over it. But if it ends really good, then I don't care what happened in the middle. The middle could have literally yeah. been like me sitting in a block run. You know, like if, <laughs> if the finale is good and the beginning is good, and I'm all into and it. Dive machines can do mm-hmm. I think Sheikra is a great example of that. You have a great beginning, middle, and end um, for that mm-hmm. ride. Two drops, a nice inversion. The, the splashdown is super yeah. fun. The helix mm-hmm. in the end. Okay. So? Could really go either way with these. I think we're going uh, into the mega coasters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think there's a lot of potential for the one at Wallaby Belgium. So. Oh, totally. That mm-hmm. looks like... Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm scared. I'm really scared because I have this expectation and I'm, I'm, I, I hope it doesn't ruin that, the, the experience because some things fall short or well, don't. Or, here's the thing. At yeah, least we know that Intamin is capable okay. of creating completely extreme out of this world attractions that like if it mm-hmm. I, I just think that like BM has yet to prove itself for being like super crazy on some of the stuff, you Intamin know? But Intamin we know they can do it. And if Intamin it looks good it usually is, is good. Producing the best rolling stock of their lives. 
the over-the-shoulder lap bar for all rides. Intamin loopers, intimate inverts, yeah. intimate mega coasters is great. Whereas for me, B&M is, is starting to lose me with the vests and stuff, and I crave the rigid mm-hmm. harnesses of the 90s and 2000s era dive coasters. So mm-hmm. um, it, it almost makes me want to okay. change my answer to intimate because I, I don't <laughs> feel, <laughs> in I don't feel <laughs> excited oh. about B&M, new B&Ms the way I New B&M's, mm. I'm treading on light ground. I'm like, okay, we'll, well see. I even call myself an intimate fanboy now. Whereas new intimates, I'm like, let's so go. Like, I get mm. like, new, like, looking at Velocicoaster, obviously mm. that's not a mega coaster, but just anything new that intimate is doing, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all about it. Whereas with B&M, mm-hmm. I'm like, we'll see. Like, everything that B&M, like, I want to be excited about Monster yeah. at Grunalun. I know better mm-hmm. than to be excited about Monster at Grunalun <laughs> because I don't know what to expect from the trains right mm-hmm. now. And yeah. oh, there's no way that they'll be best because of how compact. That's what I. That. That's what I say. Yeah, I hope you so. Gotta, you got to think if they're they're fitting a four across. Yeah. there is no way you can fit a four across with vests. Watch, it'll be a like, two across train with vests. They're gonna no. they're gonna screw with <laughs> all of us. Wouldn't do that. It's too low for capacity. It's well, they have, It's done done twice, though. They have like lots of low capacity. I don't know. They wouldn't do yeah, it because of the cost of the ride being what it was for it to be mm-hmm. such a low capacity but the, I, yeah. I don't know I don't know I'm, I, with B&M okay. it's like I really have to hold my applause until the break run <laughs> whereas with Intamin once I see a concept I'm like I know this will be lit like I know this is going to be great mm-hmm. because I trust yeah. them the stuff that they've built just in the last two mm-hmm. years I can trust because it's, it's so but- good our choice was already B&M Dive, so uh, <laughs> voila. And so we go to the last one, because uh, we're almost hitting the two-hour mark. So, um, Of course, I needed to include something of RMC, so RMC Topper Track versus a Vekoma Launch Coaster. We're going to hurt everyone That's here. the last one. I'm hurting myself right now. Okay. <laughs> Let's first I, listen to Harry and Zoe. I feel conflicted. We'll have Harry and Zoe go first. What, what do you think? So Vekoma Launch Coaster... Rock and roller coaster. Okay. Or wildfire. <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> well, right. if put it that I way. I don't know what you would just say. No, it's only one. I like. Um, I, is that my? Own, well, obviously, the RMC is my only option. But is that my only option? For the common launch coaster. In Europe, so yeah. far. It, it, I'm trying to think of what else is there. Most of the common launch there. coasters are in like Asia. next generation. A lot of Asian mm. stuff, whether it's Big Grizzly Mountain, like Energy Storms, Firestorms, the Firestorms. Like like they're, they're all like it's yeah. There's Formula One generation. and Energylandia. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah that's, that's a new generation launch coaster. Yeah. Okay. So what are you out of those two? I don't know, but you have to say RMC, don't you? We don't have to. But you do, though. What what do you think? RMC. Even though, like, we've only been on Wildfire and we didn't really like it that much. (laughs) That's not true. We did like it. No, no, we did like it, but we did the expectation thing. That's what I hear. We hyped it too much, so. Mm -hmm. I like Rock and Roller Coaster, kind of. I think it's got (laughs) a good launch. Uh, I think the layout is really, really good. Until I mean, hyperspace mountain counts too. Mm. Oh yeah. I mean, it doesn't change yeah. anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, that rides a bit like more lukewarm. Hyperspace. Oh, yeah. but th- does it count Tron too? Then yes, it counts. Yeah, Tron. it would do. Absolutely. 
<laughs> okay, <laughs> this changes things. I'm really, I'm suffering. Oh, yeah, I'm suffering. Because I have girl. my okay. rod in okay. one hand, and I have Tron in the other hand. And, and hyperspace and in your hand. Space. Yeah, okay. Why do you and think I put it on, on the last uh, spot <laughs> to ask? Yeah, no, but, I think, yeah. for me, it's definitely a uh, top of track. I, I don't know, I'm not... Just off Rock and Roller Coaster, not been sold under the Vekoma launch coasters, but obviously there's Tron and uh, what Abyssus or whatever it's called, the new one coming mm-hmm. to Energylandia. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of potential. Um, but I'm a big fan of Wildfire. As Zoe said, I think it fell a bit short of our expectations. Yeah, but I still have faith in RMC like as a whole. I mean, I don't with the fact that they're RMCing Lightning Rod. Yes, that's okay. really important. <laughs> Topper Track is a failed experiment <laughs> uh, well i wouldn't call it a failed experiment i would call it that rmc of intermittent themselves where they went too far yeah well yeah because when i look at top of track it's like it was created to be used on existing woodies to overhaul and make it more reliable but then instead yes. the most limit pushing airtime machines in recent history were then made on wooden tracks for top of track it's like you should never use this track for that like this trains were going to tear this thing apart within two years and that's what's happening on stuff like Lightning yeah. Rod. I and think Wildfire will be fine, but Lightning Rod was just a step too yeah. a step too far, you know. Yeah. I mean that ride is is it's one of those things where like, man, if it's if it's open <laughs> yeah. you actually get to ride that thing. It is so spectacular. I I, str- I I'm somewhere between that ride and Wood Coaster and Shenzhen. It's like my favorite wood coaster. Well Oddlaw Run I really like. And because I like that Oddlaw Run. Because Lightning Rod though really cool and the launch is cool and lots of air it's really air focused and like my mm. my freaking laughs just heard from all that crazy ejector. Yeah. But then on La um Law Run, I feel like it's the really varied. It has like three inversions, but and it's like really terrainy and it does a l- like every element's different. The double barrel and that's roll why at I like about it. It's pretty spectacular and still very unique. Like just barreling away back uphill to the really, station is really kinda wild. sick. Um mm. It looks cool. So yeah, packs a punch. We haven't been on Goliath. But would you say it's America. better than a Vacoma launcher, though? I know I have to go with Vacoma launch because I love Tron. Tron, and I, I guess I have like four favorite coasters in the world. This is really hard Wood because Shenzhen, yeah, Lightning Rod, Tron, and and Hyperspace Mountain in Paris. Those are like the four that I argue <laughs> Hyperspace with myself. Hyperspace Mountain in Paris. Yes. <laughs> Why? We love, well, we love Star Wars. Yeah, we love we love, we we love, love 90s Vacoma loopers. We love 90s coasters, we love Vacomas, we love loopers, so that's, it's every, Hyperspace Yeah, my top loop. three is literally like a Vacoma topper track, I mean, sorry, uh, uh, Vacoma <laughs> launchers and, and uh, RMC topper And then Tron, I mean, uh, Tron is, is our sentimental family crest by choice. Like I think a lot of people don't realize that Tron is almost like a flying coaster, where like you literally are laying on your stomach and your like legs are held up and you go 60 miles an hour on a like, first. on a quick LSM, yeah. it is really intense. Yeah. Unlike any other Disney coaster. It's a fact. So it's not like you're riding booster bike. I mean, we ride rock and roller coaster occasionally <laughs> here in Orlando and it runs like crap. Like it, it Yeah, runs, I'm, I'm not I'm not here for the I, for the rock and roller rock and coasters. Roller, I love That's, rock and roller. The Paris one was better than ours here ours feels like a in dumpster with three wheels so the way it rides the way it rides but also the theming here we just have cutouts no, and then we have I, like <laughs> i don't like it the paris one is literally a laser show okay but it's literally better than having <laughs> I, I've, I've been on the other one as a kid but i really remember enjoying it because i loved the fact that these signs were because you were a kid because i yeah, was I a guess. kid but I, I don't it. care about these metal trusses you know, with lasers attached to them. Harry has a laser issue. What, what's that? 
I don't want to go to a disco. I'm going on a roller coaster. What's wrong with the disco? So you want to go through? A, so you want to go through a Home Depot with like bad yeah. painted signs that light up? Vibe. Probably rock and roller coaster. Sure. It reminds me of Generation One California Adventure in all of the worst ways. It, it reminds me of Michael Eisner scraping the bottom of his wallet, like trying to grasp at straws <laughs> for something marketable. Mm. Rock and roller coaster was. I would literally rather have them turn off. All the lights and just an effect the on the one here. Then be able to see what we can see. Then see all the ugliness. I think they just picked up a bunch of junk off the side of the road and, and pasted yeah, it's it pretty in easy the in Florida. structure of Rock and Roller Coaster. They did that for Test Track, <laughs> but, too. It's all just a bunch of roads. As signs. I said, there is a third option. There is Express. Express. Oh, I love Express. I didn't get to ride it. It was closed. Uh, we were oh, almost not riding it. Express Express I think it's the, the better. It's, our it's better than Rock and Roller Coaster. Mm. Because on the one hand, you'd think that in the dark, a ride would feel faster. But for some reason, um, Express always feels faster. Express I don't know if it taste. is actually faster, but I don't know. It, it feels better. But then I don't even know about his argument because hyperspace is clearly superior. Hyperspace is... We rode Hyperspace Mountain <laughs> but 21 times Is hyperspace a launch coaster? Yes, Sven. It's a Sven, launch coaster. Yeah, what else is it? Don't be dumb. It's a launch coaster. It is a launch coaster. It has a hydraulic launch system to get it up that hill. It's an electric winch. Like, that is... Yeah, but then it gets slowed down again. It doesn't matter. Maverick's first launch is a lift hill. That's like asking, is lightning water launch coaster? Because, like, it also slows down yeah. on top of the hill. Sven, no, okay. you're being okay. overruled. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> well, Sven, what do you like better, Vekoma, launchers, or RMC Top of Track? Well, I was uh, leaving this choice up to you guys, because I've only done uh, Iron Horse. Well, we're going to go Vekoma Launcher. Uh, we're going with Vekoma Launches, because even though Lightning Rod is one of my absolute favorite rides in the world, uh, I just feel like it's such a problem, child. Like, get your act together. It's been five years. Like, <laughs> I hope this next problem solution is the is the real solution like because mm. every time they've done something to that ride they're like this is gonna fix it like every time mm. they're like okay we're finally fixing it like whether if it was potholes in the track first the ride went too mm. fast they had to take magnets off the top because it was going it was clocking well above the time window that it was supposed to complete the ride it was going 75 76 miles per hour uh and, and it was and it just so there was that problem. There's, like, issues with the magnetic components on the undercarriage of the train. Like, and there was just so many things wrong with that ride. And every time it's closed and they're like, okay, we're fixing it. It's going to be fixed now. And there's another problem. There's a problem with, mm. the, with the lead car. Like, everything. Mm. Just everything. So, um, yeah, it's a magnificent ride. But it has to freaking work. Whereas Tron has been open mm-hmm. every, every single, day. single day that that park has been open. It has never been closed once in the five years that that park has been open. It's funny. The ride's mm. open the same year. And you mm-hmm. want to talk about which one has given more rides? I think we can handily assume that Tron yeah. is the success story. Mm-hmm. There. I mean, there is the Disney money behind that. <laughs> okay. You know, yeah. Disney's willing to pump as much yeah. money as needed into like yeah. a functioning attraction with capacity. Mm-hmm. And it's just a good-looking but... ride. But RMC will never bother themselves with uh, a thematic experience, and that's not what really what they're there for. A park would never ask that of them. I mean, if anything, if you're like Harry, you don't really want a thematic light show. You want, <laughs> you know. <laughs> The reason I didn't like Wildfire because there was no thematics to it. It just oh, felt really? like I was riding a roller coaster and I didn't like it. He would rather just ride Oblivion where it's pl- plunged into utter darkness. Yeah. No light shows. So you got, you got clever thematics, right? Yeah. Where you can you utilize what you've got. 
I, I don't know. I don't think you strap it to lasers in, in the dark room. In the apocalypse. <laughs> I, I'm dying here because I've never heard anyone make that argument. It's what? like the, the laser, the laser thing. No, it's like I've new heard for other me. People talk crap about the laser show too. <laughs> it's not an. It's not. A, it's not a taste that everyone has. I admired. understand it. I understand it. Yeah. <laughs> I just find it's lazy. You no, know, to, even though it's more expensive to build a building and put a roller coaster inside of it, I feel it's lazy to do that because mm-hmm. then you're just being yeah. like, it's literally it's called rock and roller coaster. Anything. Like it is rock and roll, <laughs> yeah. roll in on yeah. a coaster, I, rock and roll in. Every light show was different colors for each train. I did like that. And it was. <laughs> I, I didn't even clock that because I was too busy going, and this is a great role. launch. We're and then just sitting there going, now I'm bored. They had those little change of light, you know, like the ones that. different soundtracks and both rock and roller coasters had the same soundtracks, except that Paris has had the added element of each soundtrack also had its own unique color scheme and synchronized lights. So we have our favorite in order, like least favorite to favorite for all five trains. And um, <laughs> so, like, you know, I've written in, in a different way. It was during the terrific nights. They didn't put up the light show, but they just had one stroboscope. Is that the word? Uh, just one going off. And that was amazing. The, the, the entire it, ride was it, just it, like strobe lights? Yeah. Damn, yeah, you can't exactly. do that. So here. it kept on going. And so, because you'll send someone into epileptic mm. shock and you get sued. Come back to the stage, you're really rock and roll in. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. yeah. I think there was a warning beforehand. <laughs> but, a waiver in America to do that truly, seriously. <laughs> like, you wouldn't be able to. But so. that, it was simple, but it, it was effective. Sometimes less is more, you know. Oh, and, totally. Mm. Yeah. I really like that. Okay. Okay, okay. so when I, uh, we started off pr- on the same page, and from there on, we. Yeah, had different opinions, but we like, could still understand each other's yeah. opinions. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it was good. Yeah, I think so. That was fun. All righty. I miss Hyperspace Mountain. <laughs> I dream about that ride. <laughs> I certainly don't. <laughs> I, I rode it uh, before it got the new trains, and I'm quite a tall guy as well, and my legs would always bash on the seat in yeah, front. Yeah, I you had know, that too. When you hit your knee on the side and it like just, sh- the, the like a f- fizzy tingling just shoots up your body. I had that for both <laughs> yeah. sides. I, I was practically Ouch. dying. It took me six times to figure out how to ride it without being in pain. Is that only when you ride in like even numbered rows where you're in the back of the vehicle? Yes, yeah. but that was every ride for oh. me. Well, we always, we're Americans, so we always request our preferred row. Well, but this, was, <laughs> but this was also pre the new trains, right? Yeah, those were the old trains. Yeah, train. the new trains, I'm sure, are a lot better. We yeah. love... I mean, but Zoe's you, written it really yeah, they're way better. I so. still enjoy them most when it's winter, because then I have a coat on, because otherwise the restraints are so against my body that it hurts yeah. my bones. <laughs> As a slightly but, um, fatter guy, I don't know that's a problem. But yeah, I carry a sweater with him. Yeah. <laughs> Are my awesome. sweaters on the inside? <laughs> Still warm and fuzzy all year round. That's right. Um, all right. Well, thanks, Ghost Bot, for joining us um, in this highly interesting anti-laser yeah. show um, episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very enlightened, literally. So fun. But yeah, I'm really glad we got we to, uh, to chat up with you guys. This we love your great. YouTube channel. And I just checked out your website. I'm sorry I didn't check it out before the episode. but We were looking at it. It's sophisticated AF, so it, it looks cool. It's, it's, a, awesome. it's good branding, Welcome. good product. We hope that you. you guys enjoyed it.
yeah no we did yeah it's, thanks um, for having it's us been a, it's been a blast interesting to hear other people's thoughts on uh, <laughs> different types of models I don't think I've ever really sat down and thought you know is this better than that in yeah. terms of models before so mm-hmm. yeah, oh, it's been a pleasure yeah a little <laughs> shout out for Sven or, or little quiz coaster kings oh. radio master <laughs> with he pleasure always, he always throws the weirdest, weirdest topics and questions in our general direction mm. as seen by we're our always like this list is a episodes. question and then we spend like an hour <laughs> trying to answer it and we're like yeah yeah once Vince like this is going to be an easy example and we like struggled so hard yeah, that, like, <laughs> thinking about questions that Sven asked us in that crazy quiz episode yeah <laughs> mad alrighty Sean, this is the part where you plug promo, but this time not only for us, but yes, also for I'm actually going to start with promo in Coasterbot. So check out Coasterbot.com. Um, they have a great layout. We can immediately navigate to their YouTube, podcast, shop, everything that makes them so great. It's all right there, <laughs> easy to navigate, very clean to look at. Um, their shop is really cool because of their custom pins um, in different really kind of retro but really clean um, color schemes. I'm definitely going to look at some uh, after we hang up on this. And then, uh, obviously, the YouTube channel. I really, really enjoy the rewatchability of all their episodes. So definitely go go check that out. If you want to learn something today, that's a good one to to continue on. And then on our end of things, on thecoastofkings.com, we have a lot of new international um, articles. We're really kind of starting to focus more on Asia and that's kind of our new direction we want to go into because there's so much happening and not enough sources out there to really kind of look at that. So we kind of want to be one of those sources for the industry. China is the only market right now that's just trucking along. Yep, that's it's the only market that really is still really constructing Shanghai like Disney crazy. Is living its best post-COVID life with no regulations, no masks, no distancing, no nothing. Fireworks shows, parades, <laughs> everything is just hunky-dory. Reminds you the whole opposite China, of all Disney world. I could world. cry. I just want to be there so badly. <laughs> That's where our heart is, so we're yeah. focusing on it for as long as, as we can be there. And then um, we also launched our shop, um, which is also nav- you can also navigate to that by going to our website. We have a European and a U.S. shop live right now, so that you don't have to deal with importing fees um, or expensive shipping. <laughs> so you know that's always always a good thing. Mm-hmm. And, and we don't have a YouTube, <laughs> but we do have this podcast. So check out some of our previous podcast episodes. Uh, leave a review on Google, sorry, on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. And um, help yeah. us grow a little bit. We are still a relatively young podcast. Thank yes. you, Coastal for joining us um, and kind of getting the word out there. Yes. And with that, I think we're just gonna say goodbye. Yes. All right. It's been a All pleasure. Right. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. Thank you very Bye. much. <laughs> <laughs> have a wonderful day, and thank you for listening.